Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, here to talk about the luck of the Irish from 2001. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Um, And I'm not alone. I needed an all-star panel to discuss this. Now, with this movie, obviously, basketball's involved, so we need to get a basketball expert in here. It's the one of the co-hosts of Gastro Blues. It's Miss Emily. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. How are you doing today, Emily? Great. It's sunny, which I love outside. Um, and it's Saturday, so I'm not working. So it's great. Yes, we'd love to see that. No work on a sunny day. What a vibe. <laughs> um, and obviously, we needed someone of Irish descent to be on this podcast. Um, Jordy, we have you here as the luck of the Irish, bringing that energy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We uh, we're drinking some McConnell's Irish whiskey. Not to give a free plug, but my last name is Kennell, which I think we were O'Connell before we came over. Which uh, they talk about a little bit of name changes in this movie, so I think that's a, a little on brand there. They absolutely do, and I buried the lead. The host of the Bullpen Cart podcast as well. Oh yeah, I uh, I need to give everyone's plugs at the top and at the <laughs> end. Um, but. We, could, we, we have our basketball expert, we have our Irish guy here, but we needed a young achiever to round out our crew. It is Jason Curtis Rivera of the I Know You Don't Know podcast and the composer, book writer, lyricist extraordinaire of the Renap musical. How are you doing, Jason? Oh, you froze for a second. Hi, I'm good. I, I'm going to assume you just asked me that, uh, how am I doing? And I'm going to answer with, you're, I'm doing great and uh, I'm very excited to be here. And I, uh, I, I'm having a, hi, hello. Hello. Uh, yes, Jason is our young achiever. He is the youth of the, the panel. Um, ha, uh, were you in any of these groups, like these clubs that Bonnie was in, or did you play basketball or what was your high school thing besides jazz band? I was, uh, I, I was a theater kid. Yeah, I was a band kid. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't hitting the basketball a lot. I was not uh, achieving much. I was, uh, mostly, uh, barely scraping by academically and, um, singing, uh, musical theater songs for four years, uh, and being emotionally scarred because of it. I mean, that's, that's a mood. Jordi and Emily, what were your, your high school clubs? Um, I was on the swim team i was captain of the swim team and i was president of future business leaders of america (laughs) i was really cool this shocks me um those were i was also in german club i think those were like my big activities what was your stroke what was your race for swim team? i was a sprint freestyler so i did the 50 and the 100 and the relays associated with those perfect Jordy, what about you? Yeah, I played sports. I did football, hockey, and baseball, um, which are the three sports the bullpen cart covers. So that you, we're yeah. learning that there. But uh, I also was a tour guide. Uh, I did radio, obviously. That's how I got into eventually college radio and then podcasting. And then uh, 
I was also the president of the what was called the 1907 Society, but it was because I, I went to a, a boarding school. We called on alumni for donations, so I was president of that club. Yes, uh, I also went to a boarding school, uh, so I had some weird stuff that you could do there. I was in, on a water polo team. Nice. Um, I did swimming as well. I got a concussion my freshman year because I got kicked oh. in the head. Um, during during backstroke while swimming or while water polo <laughs> while, while swimming i was going backwards on the backstroke and the person in front of me i was like catching up to them i don't know if they were stubborn and didn't want me to go like to pause <laughs> and let me go through but i just got kicked in the head um God. that was not my only i think I, someone else got a concussion by swimming into the into the wall at one point so oh no i think it's a dangerous sport um, are we learning that the origins of lanes and swimming are from you? Maybe, maybe. No, okay. We'll have to check the history books. <laughs> but, uh, and then what else did I do? I did uh, choir. I was not good at it. I just sat in the back and it was something to do. Uh, and like, did I do? I didn't do a ton. I did radio there, but it was like not really uh, well run at the time. It wasn't really happening, but. Yeah, I kind of just like did a lot of like homework during times yeah. there. That that sometimes <laughs> study all that makes a lot of stuff. Sophomore year, I did not do a ton of homework. Um, but, we don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're talking about the 2001 smash hit "Luck of the Irish." As soon as I started this podcast, I wanted to do this movie, and Jordy was a big fan of this movie, and he kept pushing me to do it. I was like, I kept putting it off, but now March is rolling around. And I'm like, we have to talk about this for St. Patrick's Day. So what are your memories of the movie? Anyone can jump in. Like, what was your first experience with the movie? I'll start. So this was, this was 2001 that this was premiering. And not to, to date myself, but I believe if the math works out, I was two years old. Uh, and so I was definitely not watching this as it was airing per se, but I definitely like have vague memories of this movie in, you know, as it re-ran on the Disney Channel come uh, St. Patrick's Day every year. So in I had like vague, like sort of uh, memories of it. Uh, and then, you know, I was asked to go on this podcast, watch the movie, and I was like, all the memories flooded back. Um, and then, yeah, well, I have a personal connection to, well, not a personal yes. connection, but I have a connection to one of these actors. We'll Do talk you want to share that? Um, as we go through it. Yeah. So um, the guy who, ooh, I forget his name. That's not, not great. Uh, the actor or the casting. character? So, no, the character. So Timothy, uh, Seamus McTurnan uh, is Timothy Odmanston, who plays uh, Carlton Lasseter in Psych, which is the show that I podcast about on I Know You Don't Know. Uh, and yeah, and we can wait till later, but he has a really great story just like in his life. Um, but yeah, so like all the memories of like, oh yeah, I, this was Lassie before I knew Lassie was Lassie. Um, I had the same experience. And so that was, yeah, yeah. Jordy, tell us your experience with this with this wonderful film. Yeah, so this movie came out, I was 10. Um... And yeah, this was like a run of hit decoms. You know, obviously it starts in 99 and it keeps here. I real I didn't realize as my other computers went off uh, that this and Smart House, which is the other Ryan Merriman classic, were two years apart. I thought these were like back to back. He just pumps them out. Um, but the, similar to you, 
I watched this a ton when it was on the Disney Channel when I was a kid and then watched Psych and then realized watching this one day in college that that's Lassie. I'm like, whoa, and, and realized that. I also, since we're on the subject of him, in wikipedia to prepare for this, I found out that he was the voice actor of the lead character in an original Xbox game that I used to play the crap out of, Crimson Skies Highway to Revenge, which was a game, if you had an original Xbox and you got Xbox Live, it was the throw-in game when you bought, you had to go physically buy like a, the the headset and everything. This is how old the, you know, the original Xbox was. You had to go into a GameStop, a Best Buy, and this is the game that came with it. So this was uh, quite the shock to find this out because that game was awesome. It's so weird seeing what celebrities like end up in different animated or voice acting roles that you don't expect. Like, um, they're they just pop up anywhere sometimes. And yeah, the big one is Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. with yeah. all the different Disney Channel people. Haley Joel Osment. pop up in that. Justin Haley Joel Harvey. Osment, Chrissy Carlson Romano. She's in, she's like five different characters in that. Kim yeah. Possible, obviously. Justin McCartney. Yeah, he uh, oh, he's in he, the Theodore sequence. in Alvin and the Chipmunks. And yeah. <laughs> and the turtle and the mass singer. It's all yeah. over the place. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I had a similar experience with Jason. Like I was four. I I don't know. I didn't look at the exact date this came out. Uh, I can pull that out. March ninth, <laughs> two thousand one. Obviously, uh, uh, um, St. Patrick's Day connection. So I was uh, three, almost four. Um, nice. Like Jordi, I'm a July Leo. Um, so uh, in so I watched this a ton in like two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Whenever I got into the Disney Channel um post high school musical two uh and it was on a lot especially around this time of year um so that was my experience with it and i feel like i had a different memory of the movie going in like i knew the the major arc but i thought they were in ireland a lot longer than they were yeah i i had a similar thought i thought that seamus is in way more of the movie than he was and it actually kind of works that he's not in it as much and you can tell he is having a blast every time like when he does the jump scare when they're in ireland that Should he be, is just i was so scared at the jump scare he's having a blast doing all the fuck all the pieces he has to do yeah. and it, it's good yeah but i similarly like i like kind of thought that the potato chip was owned by she or the potato chip factory was owned by seamus and that was like a part of the hijinks with chasing him around i forgot it was owned by the grandfather i kind of forgot how the grandfather tied into things other than he didn't like the husband or the dad um but yeah it, it, totally same experience yeah so emily how about you what's your experience with the movie yeah, I haven't watched it probably since like close to when it came out. I was 10, um, like Jordy. And I real I thought that there was more like like what was the part that we were watching? And I was like, I don't remember this at all. Oh, when they play hurling, I was like, I've never seen this part. That's the only part that I remember. Yeah, that's what yeah. Jordy yeah, I said. Like I didn't only- remember that. I kind of remember them being like, Oh, it's hockey, and like that's why like they played it. I didn't remember it being so like you. I thought they were there way longer, and it was like this battle, which we can feel- talk about the fact that they're 15 and fighting adults in this like Irish traditional games. <laughs> I feel like I remembered a lot of the first part and then a lot of the the last part, like the part in the middle felt very blurry to me. Like I did, yeah. that was, that was the part that I struggled with. Yeah, for sure. I only remembered of the middle parts, Bonnie, just not literally, but somewhat of the making the basket and like showing them up when she's like, you don't like basketball. And she's like, hold on and yeah. nails the jump or the free throw jump or whatever it ends up being <laughs> i'm a big bonnie stan and i'm a big russell stan i'm just gonna put that oh russell's that. great he's yeah. uh russell's I dad stand russell hard russell's great and russell's dad you know low-key great character in this movie yeah 
I love that uh, they got like a real basketball player according to his Wikipedia. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, uh, Thurry Bailey. He was on the Jazz uh-huh. um, and the Timberwolves. Um, and then he he was in like the Irish. Um, I, I saw that in his Wikipedia credits. He was also trying, trying to make David, a jump into acting. David and Goliath. And I was like, no, he was not on Survivor. And, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Robinson 2.0. He, the late great Cliff Robinson. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, uh, I I enjoyed him. I love that he didn't really care that much about his son and was always like rooting for Kyle and then the other kid Drake, I think his name was. But like, in, it was only at the end Drake. when he started giving a shit about his own child. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Drake yeah. with the classic early late '90s, early 2000s haircut. Have any of yeah. you watched Pen Fifteen? Uh, I've seen like no. clips. I've never watched it though. I've heard he it's looks great. like one of the kids from Pen Fifteen. Drake. Okay. I, I was like, oh my god, is this like his dad? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real Steve and uh, Steve Harrington from and uh, John Raffio theory. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, love the sapper scenes on Parks and Rec. Um, but yeah, we can just go through a, like a quick plot summary and then jump in if you have anything to add. I'm just going to go through like the major storyline parts. Uh, but we start off with that. This was something I remember, the Heritage Day Nightmare, where he's a tiny leprechaun, and it's his turn, and he's supposed to come on stage, but he's not there, and he wakes up, and then he goes downstairs, and his mom is making breakfast, and reminds him to wear his lucky coin Netflix, not Netflix, necklace. Um, Imagine wearing Netflix on your, like, that's the logo that he recognizes. Yeah. synergy here with the disney plus property now (laughs) um did any of you have any good luck charms growing up uh i had a couple things that i just like trinkets i wore i had like a baseball bracelet that i bought right before the phillies went on the world series run so i wore it every day they had a game i you know for a while into 2009 because they won in october 2008 but that was like there was like some dumb things like that like i'll like I think I scored a goal in hockey wearing there's more super superstitions of uh, like, I wear like a black sock on my right foot and a white sock on my left foot. Cause I accidentally did that in high school. Cause I was an idiot. Didn't know how to match socks. He still uh, doesn't. He's still no, I do it now. Cause it's good. I think it's good luck. Um, but you know, all that kind yeah. of stuff. What about you, Emily? Yeah. I don't think I have any, I can't think of anything that I would even like do or like any like rituals or anything like that. I don't, think i have any i'm kind of boring i had a walk up for baseball too a little uh shimmy i did mm. yeah. yeah jcr i had a uh I, I don't even know where it came from but at some point in my life i had a, a pez dispenser with like santa santa's head on top and i got broken so i just had this like santa head on the top that was on the top of a pez dispenser that was no longer on the top of a pez dispenser and so what I did in like sixth grade is I drilled a hole through like ear to ear in Santa's head and put a chain through it and wore that on my, like as a, as a luck, my lucky Santa head for like four or five years, like into high school. That's awesome. And so I was just walking around with a, a Santa head uh, around my neck. And that was a, a lucky charm of mine. My lucky Santa head. Do you still have it somewhere? It's somewhere, um, but yeah, it, it doesn't really, it, I don't know if it matches my aesthetic uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, if you, when you go home, you should find it and take a photo and 
tweet it or something and be like, this gave me all yeah, my good I, I, Actually, I think I know exactly where it is. I think it's in a jar on my brother's dresser. So I actually can 100% do that. Yes. Shrunken head in a jar. So voodoo. I want to know what the aesthetic <laughs> was that it matched. I mean, the aesthetic of uh, uh, sixth to ninth grader who just wanted people to notice him, I guess. Understand that was the aesthetic of like, <laughs> hey, someone please pay attention to yeah. me. There was a kid in my high school who actually, JCR, you kind of give me vibes. Like you remind me of, he was my good friend in high school. Uh, shout out to Theo. I doubt he's listening, but if he is, shout, I'm giving you a shout Stop out. He Theo. would always wear um, his Santa Claus hat during December. Cause like we said, it was like a boarding school sort of vibe. And he was like, it, it was final season also. And then he was like, this will give people good energy. And if I just walk around with the Santa hat, maybe someone will smile. And I was like, that's such a kind, positive mindset. <laughs> um, so yeah, we call it we called it Santa Theo when he was there. Uh, in terms of my lucky charms, I don't think I I definitely had little knickknacks over the years. I don't have anything that stands out specifically, but more superstition like um, in basketball. Like I always had like my free throw ritual that I had to do the exact same way every time uh, for good luck. And then I had this like pre meet ritual with swim team. Like before, like when the heat before me was going, I would like center myself i don't remember the specifics um but i always had those things going on for me with the lucky charms um more superstition than anything physical uh but yeah so he has to wear the lucky coin um and he we see that he's great at basketball which i had so many questions what was that shot that that was impossible yeah so i don't know what that shot is (laughs) it was a carry also yeah, there's well, the, so the a lot of the movie, a lot of the basketball scenes, like it looks like they shoot threes, they only count for twos. The shot in particular that wins, we talked about this. He slapped the ball slapped from it, the three yeah. point line. Yeah. Like, I don't think if we like went to a gym right now with a little league bat that we could like hit the ball that well into the basket. Like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, he's it really, lucky. yeah, he's just lucky. Yeah, yeah, it's it's game defying and talent defying like no wonder everyone's like he's just so lucky um my, my question is like how were they ever down like yeah he can just, emily asked that too if he's so lucky that he can just like stumble backwards into these great shots how are they ever he is he making every shot is that what we're led to believe that he doesn't miss like just get him the ball. Is it a flash from the incredible scenario where he's like, I need to hold back because I'm too lucky? Like he doesn't seem like that kind of a kid. Yeah, and I don't think he knows about his luck yet. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he just thinks he's good at basketball. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because I feel like when he has to do the sink the ten shots before he goes home for dinner uh, later in the movie, he's so surprised that he missed. He never misses, I feel like. That's that's what we get. He does he does the swaggy P, if you guys have ever seen that gif of the guy who turns around and does the threes with his hands he did that and he, he whiffs on it and is shocked to find it out and then here's the backboard and he's like no that did not just happen yeah. but also i don't know if you guys noticed the extras one of those guys is definitely at least like 25 there's like a balding man on their team <laughs> i definitely had commentary on the basketball scenes in general like especially the games but i did not catch the extras that wow the we is it there were definitely a few extras in the credits so maybe it, we can i am <laughs> later do some yeah, do some digging yeah um but he's also really lucky in other aspects of life like all the all the girls are into him he's taking the test and he's 
staring at the wall the whole time and then the bell rings he just like goes checks everything quickly gets 100 percent, and the teacher was scolding him in the middle before he realizes that he got everything right so he's just very lucky man as we see i thought it was interesting he slashed through everything instead of circling it i don't know if that's just a a me (laughs) thing it probably is but I never I really like seen that on a test. Too. Yeah. I would fill everything in like perfectly. Yeah. Try to like, uh, I feel like some people do the slash, some people do an X or something. I can't. I'm like, what if the Scantron mixes it or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the other thing. He's like, oh, I don't, I discourage guessing by, by taking mm-hmm. off for, ne- for wrong answers. For one, everybody takes off for wrong answers. I don't know why that's being pointed out. Or are you doing SAT style where like you want them to just leave it blank, which, I think that's what he wants. I think he wants him to leave it blank more than he wants him to guess, which I'd love to, you know, any teachers in the audience, like what's the pedagogy of like, yeah, like they should try. Right. Like what if, like, I don't know, let them try. Like obviously don't guess, but you should want to know the answers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Jason. Uh, It did have big SAT energy that uh, you skip if you don't know. But uh, what if, like, you're in between two? Then you want them to just skip? I think so. he does. Yeah. And it's not like it's a math or science test where, like, you can do, like, the show your work so you can get partial credit. It's, you know, a history exam. So it's, yeah, you know, it's tough. Also, I love that it was just all multiple choice. I feel like when I took history tests in high school, there was always, like, that one essay question. Oh, like, yeah, the essay is the worst. Yeah. So he's lucky he didn't have to deal that. But I, th- I think it's established this is a middle school. Or junior yeah. high. Yeah, they say junior high at the end because yeah. they, they don't say it until they go to Ireland. Yeah. And they show when they're doing the, the measurement when he starts to shrink that he's 15. They, they okay. show the different etches. So I'm thinking like, oh, he's a freshman. That's why like he's really lucky. Like it's plausible he's like a really good freshman player. Like even if like he was, you know, 14 and he's in eighth grade playing up with the, the varsity team, like, you know, so many superstar athletes have, you know, that's at least plausible. But then they say junior high and it's notable that they say that when they're throwing the chariot wheel and doing all these things against grown men, it's not like at the end where Seamus transforms into the, the 15 year old, the kid on the other team, they're playing against adults, which is nuts. Yeah. And he still, he still holds his own. Also, he doesn't know the rules in, in those games and he just like lucks into some wins, but We'll talk about this at, uh, towards the end, but I want to know who were their judges? Was there a ref? I want to know what the, the... I think it was magic. Yeah, yeah, like, well, what are the magic, you know, what's the magic saying? We'll talk about Ryan Merriman's dancing towards the end, but there's some, <laughs> I have some questions about the Ireland scenes. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, I had something else to add, but I forgot. So we'll just move on. Uh, but Bonnie is in charge of Heritage Day preparation, and she's like, Russell, what are you? Kyle, what are you? You need to do something for the Heritage Fair. Um, and Kyle's like, I don't know what I am. I'm from Cleveland. My dad says I'm from Cleveland, so we're from Cleveland. Um, and I feel like I knew, like, I always knew I was Brazilian, but I didn't know, like, I, I knew more specific, like, aspects by the time I was nine, let alone 15. Like, I feel like this is something kids ask. That was my that was my thought was in third grade we had like a heritage thing like we uh we had like a whole segment on like Ellis Island and we w- did a field trip up there so I feel like we had to like do digging for it I think we'd like try to come up with like what our coat of arms would have been if we had that um and all that sort of stuff so like there's definitely some questions there and Bonnie also points out you know well your name is Johnson so was it Johansson or was it you know what you know what was it 
And there's definitely some sort of, you know, Bonnie's on the right track here. She, you mentioned the standing. She is the MVP of this movie. Cause there's a lot of, if she's not there, this whole thing unravels. Yeah. And she's so level-headed for like a youth. Um, I, I feel like she, I, she felt very, she read older than what her character was supposed to be, but I, I really enjoyed her. And I thought, also, I thought it was very notable that the two sidekicks, obviously they're not the lead, but two people of color were the sidekicks and um, the best friend and the other best friend in this movie. Because I don't think Bonnie was supposed to be his love interest. And I like that they didn't really go into I agree with that. that. Um, not every decom needs um, a Troy and Gabriella moment. <laughs> Emily could uh, probably answer this better than me, but it gave me very strong Harry Potter vibes of, you know, Russell's kind of like Ron and especially... Bonnie being like Hermione, you know, being the one who's doing everything. You know, I think Prisoner Prisoner Asking in the movie is a couple years away, but the book is definitely out. So maybe you know, a little inspiration from there, yeah. you know, and she's the smart one and all that sort of stuff. So that, that was a takeaway I had. No, I can definitely see those vibes, especially that like with Prisoner of Azkaban, it was very much like a Ron and her, not a Ron, a Hermione and Harry sort of movie with Ron kind of as a third wheel and then Russell kind of steps in in the later part, like he and Bonnie shift roles at the end, but I, I really enjoyed that, but both of them were great. Uh, JCR, did you have anything to add on those two? Or yeah, I definitely I felt the the like Harry Potter uh, trio vibes for sure. Um, yeah, and Bonnie's Bonnie's dope. It, it so none of this would have happened. Right? Bonnie, like to if Bonnie didn't like get up in his business none of this happens right like he never goes no to that but fair. also no nothing ever gets stolen if so i think we learn, we learn you know it's the growth so yeah. i'm agreeing with felipe his parents plan a lot of holes in it and i think if his if his dad just yeah. says yeah we're the johansons we're from sweden he never di- dives into the other side maybe you can argue he notices like oh this symbol on my coin and the symbol on this you know state fair river dance type thing that ends up being Seamus is similar. What's this about? But like, if he just knows that he's Swedish, he doesn't become obsessed with that sort of thing. I'm just assuming Swedish with Johansson. It could be any, any number of things. Um, You know, that's, that's a huge plot there. I think it's more on the parents than it is Bonnie for doing her job as a young achiever. Yes. Yeah. No, the parents did a terrible job. The there's also like, like they just be Irish without being leprechauns, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you could just say that. Like I feel like that gets you nine tenths of the way there, and you could just like leave off the fact that we're a magical creature. Just be like, I'm Irish. This is what we are. Just like, and instead he has to go and like do research on his own. I just feel yeah. like the dishonesty was really sending me. I couldn't understand why they just wouldn't say make up something at least if you're not going to say anything but why this tiptoe you make it worse because then he's going to be more curious because you're hiding something from him like these parents don't understand their own kid let alone children yeah it's uh well then do do, do any parents understand us you know does any parents truly understand uh i think dr amanda understands you jason but you're not technically her child (laughs) that's might be a little blasphemous to tell you um, that you're not you and her are not blood relatives but no yeah no uh, but we're related by so much more than blood yes your friendship the power of friendship <laughs> also um quick aside how dare you try to get rid of dr amanda and on the podcast just show your love for lemonade i was very 
upset for her. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. And what was my reward for it? What did I get? You lost. Nothing. You lost. Yeah. I lost. Eight out of eight. Yeah. I think Chappelle was also upset with you too. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Imagine but... how I how upset I was with me. Yeah, no, I can't really just just protect the friendship, the sanctity of the JCR, Dr. Amanda friendship. Um, I, I think you should be on The Amazing Race. I don't know if you've discussed that, but I think it would be phenomenal. <laughs> oh, I don't think we have ever discussed that. That's not a bad plan. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Kyle questions his parents. They say they're from Cleveland, which honestly not a lie, but also even at the end, why couldn't his dad just tell him where his ancestry was from afterwards like when that yeah. was all said and done because he's obviously half leprechaun they specify that mm-hmm. yeah and then they make the joke like oh i think he came from buffalo like well, where did he come from from there like i get you're trying to do that like all this sort of stuff but i think the dad kind of looks irish though he does yeah. look irish and that was my other thought too is that his name ends up being smith and like it could have been he was also irish and just say that like there's a lot of questions around the like the the name change and all that stuff like mm-hmm. why specifically was it so bad that he wasn't a leprechaun and the dad then it's also like oh is, aren't you great that she's serving a nutritious meal which they like use i don't know if you guys know it's the sound effect that when she served it, it had like the nickelodeon slime sound mm-hmm. of this like what looks to be a noodle yeah. salad maybe udon noodles i'm not sure yeah but he goes like oh it's a nutritious meal and it's like it looks like like noodles i don't know yeah. it could have been like you could have said it's spaghetti and i would be like all right cool like i'm on board there there was just a lot of loopholes in their plan, as you mentioned earlier. Um, I did want to say, highlight, it's slightly unrelated, but with all this Heritage Day stuff, there was a few lines that kind of bothered me in terms of like the, the description of Native Americans on um, oh, American yeah. territories. Mm-hmm. And like that was a little outdated, but... Yeah, there's um, some lines like the the, yeah. the use of the word oppression a number of times in the movie stood out as kind of a... Ugh. Like, I get it. You're trying to like give some sort yeah, of and point, Ru- but it- russell called them out did, did you hear russell yeah. call them line. out <laughs> yeah was like yes russell yeah they were like oh the irish they came and they didn't get paid enough money and russell was like y'all was <laughs> getting paid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> must be nice yeah y'all came here on purpose you. must be nice yeah great we stand russell absolutely had some code lines i don't remember like that was obviously like a very poignant line but there was another one where he when um Kyle, I keep wanting to call him Ryan. Kyle, Kyle's hair starts becoming orange, and then he's like, "My dad would never let me dye my hair." He said, "I'd look like Dennis Rodman." Oh yeah, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was definitely laughing for that. But I, I appreciate all this heritage discussion. I feel like, like Jordy said, we had stuff in class, but I feel like I, it's always important to know. And now I feel like Kyle could just do the twenty three and Me and find out. But um, <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, Kyle ends up snooping through his dad's yearbook, finds out that his dad isn't Bob Johnson. He's actually Robert Smith. Um, and then he leaves. He goes to play basketball with Russell. And his mom notices that he was snooping, but never does anything about it. That was like a weird plot moment in hindsight. So yeah. his names feel like they're placeholder names that they never replaced, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's gonna be a uh, Bob Smith and and uh, and a uh, John Doe. All right, and uh, we'll fix those <laughs> later. And then they never did. They never get back to it. Yeah, but uh, th- yeah, that's the other thing of like the Johansson. I don't know. It's uh, you could have really figured out some way of being like maybe that's why it's two generic names. But like, you could like he even makes the there's a lot of like poking fun at the movie 
of including the like they're like irish repressed even obviously russell said you guys got paid he even says like that was 100 years ago what are you talking about like you're only 30 <laughs> like yeah and, and he's like yeah two generic names i'm getting a, a billion results on whatever google knockoff they couldn't get the licensing rights to <laughs> in the right. library my theory is that i think they wanted to make the dad irish at first i feel like because they did a lot of like digging into the dad backstory but why he never looked it's quickly dropped yearbook yeah and the dad clearly like i thought he they both looked irish um but uh they they could have done more with the dad and i feel like maybe they just switched it because the actress they found was probably like more interesting to as a character artist um but who knows it was definitely interesting that they never really went back to the death backstory besides cleveland and uh lake erie um but yeah so then he goes to play basketball and russell's like you're just lucky kyle um and he can he can dunk at this point um yeah hit the rim uh but then they see this sign for this Irish festival and they run into this, who I have in my notes at this point, shoe guy, which we later <laughs> find out is his grandfather, but he has this serpent on his shoe. Um, and he like, he does this whole thing about shoes that also never comes up. I thought that was going to be like some sort of red herring um, for the movie, like that, or like Chekhov's shoe or, uh, but no, uh, and then he disappears. He does this thing with coins. So that's why Kyle remembers him. And then he does some step dancing, uh, gets knocked over. And then he, this man puts a lay on him. And then that's where we get introduced to Timothy O'Munson, aka JCR's favorite. Yeah, I yes. thought it was interesting. Lassie. <laughs> Lassie. So if he's supposed to be, he's the saint of the step. And we talked about this when we watched the movie. If he, I'm assuming he's this universe's version of Michael Flatley, Lord of Dance. Why is he playing only at a state fair? You know, it looks like they're like maybe in suburban Denver or you know, we tried to figure, I think it, Emily found it. It was filmed in Utah, right? Yeah. So, you know, if they're in Salt Lake City, which also, you know, maybe just say they're Mormon back to the parents' plan. But, you know, why isn't he playing at a big, like at a theater, at a big, at a big arena or something like that? I, I don't, a question there. And then the parents are also like, it's dangerous to go down to the fairgrounds. Why is this Michael Flatley type playing at the dangerous fairgrounds? There's a lot of questions I had. Uh, Jason, do you have any theories or Emily on all this stuff? Because I'm trying to wrap my head thinking of everything. I mean, you can be the best person at, at Irish dance in the world, but it's still Irish dance. I don't know what crowds you're drawing. I don't know if you're selling out Madison Square I on Irish dance alone. Lord of the Dance sells out Madison Square Garden, I swear. <laughs> it's, fa it's famous enough that Chandler Bing is noticeably afraid of it on Friends. This man has a Wikipedia page, Michael Flatley. Um, gonna... Lord of the Dance is a huge, it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing. So much so that in an uh, Irish drinking song, if you've ever heard that, it's uh, there's a, a something about, it's a song about just mass alcohol consumption. It says that they... <laughs> there's a line about michael flatley in there it was a big thing and yeah, yeah. and chandler bing He's noticeably in in the the quiz episode of friends the one with the embryos it says what is chandler bing afraid of michael flatley lord of the dance yeah yeah it's i'm trying to At find this have played more than played to more than 60 million people in 60 countries and have grossed more than a billion dollars we were not kidding i yeah. think you guys are just too young for michael flatley yeah lord of this the is like definitely like on the heels of that wow that's, I, that's like an Avengers Endgame. 
That's yeah. a, it's that's huge. No, no, no. It's game. Avatar now. Did you not read that Avatar oh. is now the number oh, one? Hancock movie that made a billion dollars. I follow T Dub. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I this whole like they're they're owned by the same company. You're just giving the same industry, the same thing, same corporation, the same money. It's just. We don't need to keep like it's literally it's like Disney CEOs just like hitting their dolls together like ooh, <laughs> Avatar's gonna win ooh, Iron Man's gonna win. <laughs> Either way, they're just getting more money. Exactly, yeah. Um, but do you think this was filmed in Utah because that's where? Um, uh, let me find it. Where he played uh, basketball? Big T, yeah, Big T. He had to be there. He was like, <laughs> I, I can film this, but I'm under contract with Jazz right now. So they moved everything. It was supposed to be in LA. They had yeah. a, they had a whole fun thing. They're like, no, we got to go to Salt Lake City. I was very curious where this took place because it seemed like it was in Ohio. Like I feel like he was in a different part of Ohio. Like definitely Northeast well, vibes. There was the the mountains in the back, so I thought maybe it was Arizona. Oh. No, you might be right. I didn't even. Yeah. So, and then Emily, Emily looked it up while we were watching the movie and was like, oh no, it's Utah. I'm like, all right. It just said it's filmed there. Doesn't mean. Yeah. That's where it takes place. Yeah. Maybe it's supposed to be every town in America to go with the, you know, the, the melting pot theme that the movie keeps coming back to. Yeah. Um, Which was a nice overarching theme. I wish we explored that more. I was surprised at how much they talked about like diversity in this movie even though it wasn't perfect, like they touched on it quite a bit. Um, and this was like around the era of color of friendship. So they definitely yeah, was, didn't shy away from these topics. Was color of friendship first? I think it was after. It was after? Oh, wow. Let me look this up. Yeah. yeah. Cause this I certainly think- isn't as impactful and does not hold up as well as color of friendship, but it's certainly like, as you noted, like to think like, Oh, you know, these vibes were there in 2001, you know, it was good. You know? Yeah. This, this was a, a year and a month after color of friendship. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but we later find out in chemistry class after Kyle sucks at basketball, or I think this is after he, he in chem or I don't know if it's chemistry, but in science class they're doing magnets and the necklace claps onto the magnet, so he realizes it's a fake. This is definitely later now because he had the bad luck day first. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's having a terrible day. He gets uh, splashed. He finds a ten dollar bill which he drops when he gets splashed by a car. He can't hit the rim like uh, Russell tells everyone he can. Um, he also spends the whole day uh, trying to make 10 baskets because he doesn't have his luck and he doesn't know it yet. And then at the game, Drake shows him up. They still make it to the conference. This was the semifinals. So they made yeah, it to for the, the state title for junior high. <laughs> for the first time in years, though. Um, yes, yeah, so that a junior high school. I, I also had a little nitpick on that of junior high school's Going to state titles, crazy yeah. stuff. Do you want to elaborate more, or was it just that it's wild? I just think so. Now there's like AAU and stuff like that that like have these like in track, and there was always travel like basketball, travel soccer, but never like like I remember in middle school like our teams like we had a season for wrestling, we had like tournaments, but it was like all the schools we like played, and then it was just like a, you won the 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 Radner tournament, the whatever tournament, the Kennett Square tournament it was never like you were the pennsylvania champion or the philadelphia area champion so i was but then in high school there was like you qualify for the state playoffs and this whole thing and that's like a huge deal and the fact that it's drawing this giant crowd like high school musical level crowd of that end basketball game and that is notably a high school (laughs) of (laughs) that sort of thing like outside of the parents 
nobody's caring that much about, you know, Kyle, the basketball phenom or Drake being, being this cool dude. They don't uh, care in the moment, but everyone the next day knows about it. And like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All those girls were very, well, so, and they're very wishy-washy by the way, on, mm-hmm. on who, who they like on the basketball team. It's very, it's very dependent on how you play. Well, that, and uh, well, Kyle also, you know, he has the, the quarter in the, the uh, water fountain moment that goes around school pretty quickly. I think mm-hmm. we can all, remember those things of the kid who peed his pants so there's that too yeah no and then i love that his he's like my luck turns out and then the chocolate cake falls on him like you would expect oh yeah that's right the dessert yeah that that extra i hope he got paid well (laughs) (laughs) it's great it's it's an important line he's he turns into uh the kid eating by himself because he has no luck (laughs) it's all of his friends really hated him it's it's wild but yeah so he has all this bad luck and then he the next day he shrinks more it starts off because his foot he he the trophy falls on his foot and then it the next day he moves his foot in time but he's definitely shorter um his pants are definitely falling and his mom is making lots of authentic leprechaun foods now has um, an accent yes and uh this is later in the day uh that she's short so this is still the time that she's like pumping the fire with the fan um an authentic fire um and then then he finds out that the the metal is a magnet and it's fake because it was real gold apparently but now it's not so i love russell immediately calling him out being like, yeah real gold okay i knew it <laughs> yeah um and so then he goes home he's like oh no i lost my lucky coin this is why everything's happening to me and he has the the hair reveal and that's when um that's when russell says the line about dennis rodman yeah um he's using a payphone yes uh <laughs> i feel like i don't know obviously i haven't been outside for much in the last year but i wonder if they still exist like after the pandemic will they will we see payphones i, I haven't like seen a payphone dead. in the wild in a long yeah. time i feel like they were dead pre-pandemic and if if the if they weren't fully dead pre-pandemic. They they should be dead now. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing where you have to like touch a lot of things. Like honestly, I'm okay never bowling in the future. As, as <laughs> tragic as that is, I, I I will say goodbye to bowling alleys after this pandemic. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they he's like, oh, I think it's the shoe guy. He stole my coin because he had the quarters and he did the tricks. Um, so they find out that the shoe guy is grandpa. And at this point, the mom is full leprechaun. She's like in a, in a shoe. Can we talk about how the mom asks and finds out it's the grandfather? Yeah. She goes from really generic question. Was he an old guy with gray hair is effectively what it is. I'm paraphrasing. Then is, did he have a serpent on the shoe? Like for one old guy, he, he said it was basically an old guy, this trickster. You know that doesn't help, but then like he she just immediately jumps to the sh- to the serpent. There's definitely you know maybe lead there's more questions. That. Yeah, lead with the serpent, thinking like oh yeah, I think it's my dad stole it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I was very confused. Also, this guy knew that he was his grandson or no? Because it seems very unclear to me throughout the movie. Question. I thought he did at the time, but then I, I feel like does. later I'm like no, he doesn't because it, at the potato chip factory he doesn't recognize him. Um, yeah, because they were like, oh, he, this guy's claiming to be his daughter's husband. And he's like, oh, I don't have a daughter and all this stuff. And then later he's like, oh, yeah, I think this is my grandson, like five minutes later. Yeah. I also want to just commend the uh, Irish accents. Like, I don't know. I didn't do a deep dive into the the mother. Um, 
Let me look. She's an American. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's American. The grandfather is Irish because okay. he notably reappears, speaking of actors from Elk for the Irish, appearing in other movies. And this one I did recognize. He's the priest in Wedding Crashers, and he still has the Irish accent in that. Okay. Yeah, no, I just looked up the mom. She's in Groundhog Day. She's Nancy Taylor. Um, so that's her most famous role. But is she one of is that one of Andy McDowell's friends? I haven't seen Groundhog Day in a while. I, I assume so. But oh, okay. Brian Merriman is an American guy and he he did um, a really good Irish accent, I think. Um, I forgot how much he called his dad da. Yeah, I, I feel like they were, they were made up words. The most frustrating, this is like jumping ahead, but when Bonnie said like this like deep cut Irish reference, I'm like, I did not know that now and I'm 23 and I've lived in America. I never heard anyone like reference. I forget what she said. It wasn't Blarney, but it was something like really deep she made a reference i'm like how would you know this you're like a 12 year old girl that well she knows everything she's an overachiever she is a young achiever yes jason as a young achiever did you know that i know everything true (laughs) see this is why i wish i was jason i knew everything um but yeah so they end up going to the potato chip factory um which uh russell's dad was eating at the games the, that brand that was like yeah the brand is throughout the movie yeah um i didn't write down the name of the brand but uh it's like something emerald called. isle emerald isle yeah um so they go there there's like a chase scene because they first go and then the the security guard doesn't let the dad and uh kyle go in but then he sneaks into the bus group the tour group with bonnie for the young achievers and then there's a chase scene they get caught but then he's like oh no it must have been seamus who took the the coin um, so they jump in the car. Yeah, where the grandfather claims to have created the potato chip. Right. Yeah. Can we can we discuss mm-hmm. this? Yeah, I didn't I didn't Google he, when he the potato it. chip was made, but apparently he's just what what so what kind of chef was he? Was he trying to make like potatoes au gratin and like he's cut it too thin? French fries. But like flat French fries that you drop in a fryer? Like he said he cut it too thin. Like French fries you have to like cut into a square, a long stick shaped square. So, so what was he what are, doing? What are first crisps? off, potato chips were invented in the United Kingdom in 1817. So it wasn't 100 years ago. And it wasn't an Irish person. And it wasn't an Irish person. So this movie, get out of town here. Uh, let me look at Ireland, regional varieties. The two most popular flavors are cheese and onion and salt and vinegar. Uh, the word tato is synonymous with potato chips after the tato brand can be used to describe all variants of chips. Um, there's a theme park in November 2010 it opened called Tato Park. I'm going to go to that Wikipedia now. Is it like Bush Gardens? Yeah. Something or like Duff this. Gardens from six, The Simpsons? Six most popular paid-for attraction in the Ireland Republic. Uh, 55 acres. Yeah, it's like a small little thing. That's going to be our first live it. show. We're going to do a All right, I love it. live show. Let's go. Um, yeah. Oh, they have a petting zoo? That's cute. Um, yeah, so... Tato Park, everybody. Book your tickets <laughs> right, book for it. 2023. Um, but yeah, he did not make up the potato chip. That was, he was lying. He was, get out of town. Um, but I love that he was just like, he sliced the potato very thin and then he dropped it in oil. And Yeah, dropped uh, it in the fryer. So yeah, what was he making French fries like Emily said? I don't know. I need some more backstory that from his clan. Yeah. I mean, like, Maybe it's just people just thinking Irish potato famine. So just assuming, you know, yeah. um, you know, uh, you know, taking cultural 
you know, thoughts of what they have. Maybe that's the point of the story is the grandfather's a little sneaky. And yeah, there was another line uh, later that the grandfather was obviously there for a while. And he was like, he wanted to collect the gold when we get, when he sees it, he's like, let's take it. And then Kyle was like, no, that's not, that's not the way of our people. We work hard and stuff like that. And then I thought he was going to turn to Kyle and been like, we, you didn't even work here. He said so, <laughs> something else, but you, you just showed up. You weren't, you weren't old like me. You didn't have to like fend for yourself or whatever, but that's what I thought he was going to say. Um, but they end up, so they're having car troubles and then conveniently they pull over at some spot to pick up Russell who's walking home. Um, oh because- yeah, that's right. They just find him. They just find him and he's like, <laughs> Kyle. And Kyle has the pointy ears at this point and the red hair. And he jumps in. I thought he was going to sit on the mom. That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, like just, But the mom was in the front seat. Um, I, this would be a good thought experiment for Rebecca Black. Where in the luck of the Irish car do you sit? Do you sit in the front seat? Do you sit in the back seat? If you're so the, the dashboard, the yeah. Yeah. If Rebecca Black was a leprechaun. You sit in huh. the glove compartment. Did any of you listen to the new remix version? I did not like that. I, I, I haven't. Yeah. I did. I didn't mind it. I, I like the first it. one. But I, I've been a stan, an uh, unironic I've... lover of the original version for 10 years at this point. The original one was a bop in college. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. you, it's a good song. That was I, middle school for me. Oh, my God. I'm so much younger than everyone. <laughs> it was middle school for me, too. I remember it was like eighth grade, but... It did not, you were in college when it came out? I, I was a sophomore, yeah. I guess 2011, yeah. Which means I would have been a junior. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. No, Jason uh, and I, Jason was probably like in sixth grade. I was in sixth grade, I remember. And I was in eighth grade. Distinctly. Wow. Yeah, so I very much remember it. We were discussing it. We were watching it in English class. <laughs> um, but I, I really enjoy that song, unironically. So then I went to listen to this, excited for it. I was like, oh, she's going to like, revamp it make it pop no she just made it like a club track which is fine but it's not i wanted i want to like 10 years later the christina aguilar version of friday (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so 10 years later um there wasn't i I was surprised for a disney channel original movie there wasn't like one song in here like there was obviously like a lot of irish music um but i thought i feel like Maybe that's we had, a, we had a Timothy Odman. We had a couple of Timothy Odmanson dance breaks, True. Irish dance, and breaks. Ryan Merriman dance breaks. Of course, my favorite yeah. is when he dances like on the outside hallway, like after his big game. Like they all oh, start yeah. dancing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like that's what the cool kids did. Do, do you remember in Smart House when they had uh, their like private dance? Yes, it was like the three guys doing the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, was, I think it was five, actually. I think it was to either like O Town or Dream Street, like I one of those like beat. Okay. I remember. Oh, 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 oh. I, I remember the song. It goes like, "Jump, jump, jump." The house is jumping. Jump yeah. Yeah. So Disney Channel. This is why I thought Smart House and Luck of the Irish were closer. They're really trying to make Ryan Merriman dance happen. I don't know if he was trying to make it on Broadway, which also goes to your point about there's no original song because every decom has an original song. Even in the song credits, I feel like there's like some yeah, they have something. Cue. You know, the famous Jet Jackson had a theme song they just played over the credits, both the show and R. the movie. R. Yeah, all right. Oh, man, real sad R.I.P. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, they really tried to make Ryan Merriman dancing happen. And that's so that's why I thought they were close together. But they're two years apart. He should be on Dancing with the Stars. He should. He did I not dance like... in Final Destination 3, though. Yeah, no. 
Uh, he'll need better shoes though. Those shoes are ugly. Yeah. So the so the car scene is the only time the the grandfather's shoe reference comes back around. That they open the trunk to find the there isn't a spare tire, but like forty shoes, and, and he's just kind of no like no yeah. reference of it. It's just like yeah. you have a he's trunk just, full of shoes. Yeah, he just likes sitting shoes. It? Yeah, he just kind of looks at the dad like, yeah, what did you expect? Like I'm shoes. Yeah. Bananas, man. Uh, not to not to steal Jason's banana <laughs> content but yeah oh, there you go uh but Shout yeah so banana. yeah so we end up they end up driving they have to get in grandpa's car his green car because the other one is taken so they get russell and then they get they chase seamus and then they they break right was this before or after the jump scare because i remember no, the jump no, scare. No, no so they get there so they follow the pot of the the no, it's it, this is they get like to they, the van. I feel like Seamus. It's in the RV, but they get there and then they have the car chase, and that's when okay. They so break the jump down. scare yeah, was yeah. before the yeah, car chase, the and bar. then the car chase happens, and then yeah, they yeah. get sandwiches. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the jump scare legit sent me for like three minutes. I, my heart was racing. I did not expect that. It was great. I I did not enjoy it. He just has some like like goofy ass face. Very lassie. Yeah. Very lassie um but they chase and then they their the tire goes out and he didn't have a spare because he never expected to need a spare and then bonnie tells kyle oh it can't get worse and it starts raining but then <laughs> she like gives this whole soliloquy about how you make your own luck and you turn everything around and all that jazz and then kyle they all make a plan like the mom and the dad they're gonna go get a gas station bonnie's gonna call her dad to get picked up for uh school reasons um and then does she get picked up by her dad because her dad's like where's you where have you been all day well he shows up at the the basketball game at the end yeah so she i thought she was with the parents yeah because then they go to ireland and then they show up at the basketball because they show up to the game yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then also just when we get there the mother is grown up at that point i'm very confused like how does she so so get to the the pot of gold scene again and i'll i have because i have a question about this okay so then they end up chasing grandfather and russell and kyle go and they're eating like they're at a bar but they're also drinking diet coke or something because well, they, they talk about the end of the rainbow over. and russell with the full scientific explanation of what a rainbow is and the grandfather's like no, no 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 screw that there's a pot of gold there and russell's like dumbfounded when they find the rv <laughs> yeah it's it's the it's the magic of the movie like you yeah. just can't question it but i love that they they're singing irish songs in the bar and then Kyle and the grandfather, they go in, they find the whole code. The grandfather just has magic to un. Oh, I love the magic. The magic was great. Just, I love to have some unlocking skill. It would, I frequently lock myself out of this office we're recording in, and I have to use a knife to jerry rig open the door. Um, so there, I think there might still be sitting there some knives, knives, some butter knives that I've used to get in. I'd love that unlocking <laughs> skill. How do you lock yourself out of the office? Like, because it locks from the inside, it's a bedroom and that we just made an offering. Yeah, is the lock intentional? Like, is it for Luna or something? Or no, it's I think it's just a bedroom that has a lock on it, okay. and I think there's a key on the other it. side. Okay, and the doorknob is broken, so that there is that okay. too. I think it, the pre previously to it breaking, I'd lock myself out. I've also notably locked myself out of my car a number of times in college. Um, I, I haven't had a car since college, but uh, frequently use AAA. Get myself out of there. Yeah. No, uh, just never give Jordy my keys. Yeah, you... yeah, no, it's, a, it's yeah. smart to not trust me with keys. Yeah. 
maybe if you had a necklace, the luck of the Irish would mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, just never lose because I would tuck it that, into my shirt. Unlike Kyle, I don't yeah. know why he didn't tuck it into his shirt. He also, I think he said he never lost anything, right? Because he lost. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he he's just very lucky, but um, he find they find the gold and then. Grandpa wants to steal the gold back once he... I love that he just knew which key. I was like, I think they're going to take a magnet because I was expecting that magnet to come back too. They were oh, that's a good magnet. call. Yeah, yeah. He knows exactly which one it was. Um, and then the grandfather wants to be greedy. And I feel like this was part of the movie that I feel like what's the point? We could have just yada yada the that he wants the money. I feel like it didn't really amount to much. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, like the grandfather and the family, they had beef. For years and years and years, and then oh, all yeah. of a sudden, this one day, it's just it. immediately so squashed. It's very Disney of this. Yeah, literally, it's like at least at least fifteen years. Let's call it seventeen. Maybe they're married for a couple of years, running away from the family, and immediately it's squashed. And now they're friends again. It's just great. Yeah. It's, it's a very it's a very mid to or uh, turn of the century, turn of the millennium Disney resolve. Yep, very much so. Um, but then Seamus finds them, and he challenges them i also he met, he, Seamus' his spidey sense he just yeah. knew he had the peter tingle um, <laughs> but he like his face jumped through the rv but then he was also on the outside he grabs the leprechaun into this wormhole and then so my question in. so they get the luck and he knows yeah. it's the luck because he because kyle resizes the beard goes away and as we note the mom is full size again but then when Seamus has does the gold tornado Grabs grandpa. Grandpa has the beard again. Still has the beard. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? I, I had the same note. Yeah. Uh, let's check the IMDb goofs. Allie I don't know. Be on top of this, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You think? <laughs> um, so that I'm like, so the mom is regular size though, because then they also try to explain like why doesn't the, why didn't the grandpa become a, a leprechaun? He's like, no, 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 I'm too old. Like, is there like a layer of generations here with the family? Like, if he had, if there was a, a hypothetical sibling of the mom. And like he, Kyle has a cousin. Like, does the cousin need a lucky coin? And no, therefore, the youngest of the clan. It's the youngest. Well, so what happens though if like Kyle has a younger sibling and there's like the cousins yeah, in the middle? Do they just trade little, the coin? Like they, they have to keep moving it? it from baby to baby. Yeah, it's like as soon as the baby's born, oh, we gotta we gotta give it. Like, All right. forget well, like so you know, forget anything of of like clipping the umbilical cord or like anything. Maybe leprechauns are notorious only children, and we don't know. Okay. All right. Oh. Yeah, so there's some missing lore. Okay. Yeah. I just looked. Yeah. It's yeah. not on IMDb goofs. <laughs> the the beard struggle. But we need to we need to contact him. Add it. Yeah. To fix it. Ch- at, contact yeah, Chelsea that was Walker. A big part because because Timothy Odmanson was like, uh, if you have a leprechaun by the beard, they can't escape. Yeah, you right. Had his beard. <laughs> yeah. There's so many plot holes. You in know this. what? We needed one more. Look I think at the they script. didn't. Uh, they didn't have the attention to detail in this Disney Channel mm-hmm. original movie from 2001. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> the one thing as a writer that I feel like I'm always good at. Like I'll set things up, and then I, even if they're not good things that I set up, I feel like I always close all the loops. Uh, that's what one of my professors always said. That like these, some of these things don't make sense, but you always close them. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, yeah. I feel like th- they need someone like me to go look and like circle all the plot holes that aren't answered and then like give them the script back and be like work on this <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah so they end up he then makes a deal to beat him in sports yeah he he makes a gamble because he's told he loves to, that Seamus is basically a degenerate gambler which you know ironic that it's March and it's March Madness mm-hmm. Seamus must be loving right oh 
he's in Cleveland. So, you know, maybe, I don't know if gambling's legal in Ohio, but he must yeah. love Mar- March Madness. Exactly. It's, it's very interesting choice that he has there, but he, he says sports cause he wants to, he wants to gamble on other things for a while. And then he's like, no, let's do sports. Um, yeah. He, he lists off like teenage things for the 2000s, like boy bands, video games, TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I could, I could win at TV shows. I don't know what. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think a lot of people could. I, I don't, I don't think Seamus is watching a lot of TV. They're making stew on their RV. Yeah. You know, I think he's just hanging out. Yeah. It's, I, I love the, I love the references though, like the early 2000 stuff, but they go to Ireland. I just love that the handshake and Russell's there all of a sudden. I'm like, this man, like they just dragged Russell into this. Um, but it, is it even Ireland or is it just like a, a field? Like, I just thought it was like a dream world. Yeah, it's supposed to be high. It's like it's supposed yeah. to be the highlands of Scotland, Ireland, something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. yeah, it felt very like a dream world, but I I was unaware. Yeah, I think Russell Russell when they go back to the basketball game says like they're like, where were you guys in Ireland? In Ireland, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they have. I love that the ball's coming at him. He just swings the club because it wasn't even a bat and just gets a point and they win their first point. Yeah. So the mom makes a reference to hurling at the beginning, you know, and Kyle not knowing what hurling is goes, no, I don't want to throw up. I want to play basketball. And then it comes back around there. Yeah. yeah, It's only played to one. I I, I would assume hurling is not, I don't know the rules to it, but it's very like, I thought I'd mentioned this before, but I thought they're like, Oh, it's like hockey and they play it. We talked about it. It seems like, like in the memory that they're in Ireland longer, the big showdown. Didn't they go when they went to Scotland on Hannah Brown's season of the bachelorette, didn't they do they like did. some like random. I think you're like, right. I think they did play hurling. Okay. Yeah. 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 Talk about a problematic franchise. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. So I feel like they did that, but this is what reminded me. So then the second game is that, uh, that, they have to pick up a rock, I think, and just like throw it as far as you can. And Kyle can't even pick this up. So Seamus gets a point. And then they do another chariot wheel toss. Seamus gets Why do they have the two feats of strength? That's my question. It was very biased. What was the where's the game? Like the memory or the brain game? Something something smart. Um like is is chess a sport? So we had a thing at Lehigh on the other in Bethlehem on the other side of the river called the Celtic Classic, and they had games like this. They didn't do rock throw or chariot throw. They did a telephone pole throw, but there was that. Um, I, don't, I think the boot throw is is South African, but there was something to that effect of various throwing weights kind of yeah. thing. But it's all like these kind of very like small Isn't variations like of a track sport. And field? <laughs> yeah, it's basically it's basically the field part of track and field. And yeah. I think there is the race. There's a race in this, obviously, but the, I don't think there was the Celtic Classic. I was trying to yeah. jog my mind back to that of what they did there. Well, there was a race. There was, like, they one do the, the race in this. Yeah, yeah. Seamus won. And then I don't remember all the things that they did, but mm-hmm. there was like a kick that Russell just like punked the ball like he didn't know what to do and he just punted it. He oh, yeah. Point. It's supposed to be like, is it soccer or is it rugby? I wasn't I sure what mix. it was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I don't remember the other two I'm missing, but they end up tied four four. No, the last one's a dance. Yeah, they do a dance. And this is my dance, question about yes. about who's judging this, because Seamus very clearly does a more traditional Irish dance, and these are traditional Irish games. Ryan Merriman does a break a dance. Yeah, yeah. That was I. That was not Ryan Merriman. So how do they? <laughs> there's some. There's a fix yeah. in. I don't know. Did they, Grandpa O'Reilly bribe somebody? Like that's that's why I had some I, questions. Jason, go ahead. 
No, I, you said it wasn't Ryan Merriman. It was not Timothy Odmanson in any of these dancing <laughs> scenes either. In uh, uh, that yeah. first scene, the first scene at the fair, like the the bad wig on whatever like Irish dancer that they had uh, playing a, this the dance double for Timothy Odmanson is hilarious. It's like very clearly like the back of his head whenever we see a full body dancing. I I did not pay attention to that. I just remember I was like, there's no way Ryan Merriman can do these moves. I was just like, I did not believe it. But I think like Emily said earlier, I think it's some some sort of magic. Like there's like a being in the universe that is judging it because the flags pulled down automatically. I don't think anyone was controlling it. I don't know if Emily wants to add anything to that. I just agree. I think it was the like magic of the Irish. Is it is it Irish karma? They're like Seamus doesn't deserve a win, so we're gonna give it to Ryan Merriman. Okay. Yeah. But also, like, I guess they were probably like, this is impressive. We should incorporate these, like, spins and hip-hop moves into our, our uh, river dancing. Constantly evolving. Oh, yeah. So the leprechauns are learning. They're trying to... the way the game is played. Yeah, they're trying to adapt to the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. it. They're, they're progressively thinking. That's great. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, I think it's interesting. But then, maybe they also were like, eh, let's see what happens. Maybe maybe Seamus is like bothering them, and they're like, "We can like put this to a tie, and then if Seamus wins, she wins." But we'll just see what happens. But well, technically, I guess either yeah, either way, it would have they could have had yeah. Seamus win it because it's the outcome is the same. Yeah, because he said he had to beat him yeah. to get to keep the gold, which is a very golf type thing to be like, "Oh, you went on a tie," kind of thing. Um, but then yeah. Seamus just full degenerate, fall into the double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I who also plays out of eight you play out of an odd number i'm sorry like so in, have another game <laughs> in european sports they do they will do like a home and home mm-hmm. so just one and one like in in the champions league for european football um or soccer as we call it and i called it previously um they do like both teams have a home game and whoever scored more between the two wins and the tiebreaker yeah. is who scored more on the road so that could be part of it I'm confused. So the tiebreaker is whichever team, like, so if they match points, then it's whoever scored more on As the away not... team. Okay. Yeah. So that, because theoretically it's harder okay. to score. But away. what if it's four, four, both games. So then they go to, then, then they go to penalty kicks on the second, the... on the second game. Yeah. After the okay. second game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they figure all that kind of stuff out. They have like the list of tiebreakers of how to do it. Yeah. Sounds like something that some sort of judicial community needs to, committee needs to take care of but in fifa uh, send it to the renap supreme court <laughs> yes we got jason, it jason jason can deal with all of this um, jason on top of it. Um, <laughs> but they end up going to the basketball he's like double or nothing i'll be your i'll be your servant does he use the word slave i don't remember but he says he slave yeah he's, or mm-hmm. what is the uh what's the line from thor ragnarok it's the the servants with jobs or the <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I just remember Jeff Goldblum at the end being like, "Let's call it a draw." He he doesn't like doesn't like slaves. He doesn't like winners or losers. Yeah, but he has another mark of the 2000 movie. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so he says he'll be the servant, and then Kyle's like, "But if I win, you are going to be stuck on the shores of my father's." He like he chooses his words. The shores of my father's. Yeah. He must have been like yeah, playing this in his mind for like the whole dancing sequence and maybe some of the other games. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, yeah, Kyle not shown to be smart outside when he ha- doesn't have his luck. 
and I, yeah. I can't tell if he has the no he doesn't because he can't make a basket well, no he does but he gives it a, up before the basketball game because he has it for all the games oh yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah, okay. he gives it away because then that's when the so they go to the basketball game also i was very confused so this was also a dream sequence of sorts right but mm-hmm. then the game mechanics carried over into the real world yeah yeah there's the weird magic sh- stuff going on where the grandpa's chained to the basket yeah giving advice Seamus took over a body of a 15 year old, but then there's like the, the, the soul world, if you will, to keep on the, the MCU motif at the end where they jump in and time stood still for, you know, however long they're talking about. Yeah. And then Bonnie's dad is there. Russell's dad is there. So like there's an audience. Russell's dad is in the dream world. So like, I think they're watching it, but then Seamus is like in the body of someone else and like all the characters. It's very weird. And this is where I would would have so many red marker. Well, so this was the other part that I had with all the Irish games. I said this as soon as it started, Russell or uh, Seamus has a whole crew of dudes. He has five guys playing. So he takes over the entire other team, which they never do subs, which is, seems very weird. Kyle out in the last game. (laughs) Yeah. And, but so Kyle only has Russell. Why didn't they bring Bonnie in? Bonnie was shown to be athletic. Why didn't they bring anybody else in? To be like the rest of his crew, it's five on two. You that's not that's too many. That's too much of an advantage even in hockey. It's five on three is the biggest one there. You know what? What's the deal with that? So good for them for winning the two. You know. Yeah. Well, they had some assists, sports. but they didn't also the, like Drake probably didn't. Yeah, where's Drake the, in this? Yeah, bring yeah, Drake get along. Drake in, get Drake involved. Yeah, uh, it was very confusing. maybe Drake. Drake is a natural uh, hurler. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to yeah. see Drake be like Kyle. Like I got the chariot throw. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I feel like Bonnie would have been clutching some of these games. Like, I, I'm here for that. She probably also, also knows what to do because she's such a young achiever. Yeah, it's on Bonnie's character to have the quick wit and the quick thinking to be like, play him in basketball. He, he cannot resist the bet. Play him in basketball. Like yeah. Kyle thinking that on the fly just doesn't add up. Really, it does not. But we end up, and then. So, like you said, there there was a I, before I forget there was a really O'Reilly joke, and he's like, "No, it's O'Reilly or something like that." Like his name is Riley O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah, um, grandpa. There was some like <laughs> really jokes in there, but so Riley O'Reilly is on the backboard. He's in chains, like hanging over, it, and he gives Russell a nickel. Basically, it's like this one is full of Irish luck. You have this. Give him that like placebo confidence and whatever. And Kyle's like, what are you doing? And he's like, just let the kid believe in himself. Yeah, yeah. you make your and, own luck. Yeah, he's like, the the luck is really in the heart or whatever. And kind of reemphasizes what Bonnie was saying throughout the movie. Um, and Kyle, something clicks in him and he he can play well there. He, he's able to touch the rim again. And I'm surprised nobody no, ever- No, Kyle doesn't. It's Russell that touches Russell, the rim. Russell, yes, sorry. Yeah misspoke but i was surprised nobody at any of these points tried to go for a three so that's what we were noticing they're, they're throwing up either long twos it looks like a couple times there's a three-pointer that's made but they only count them as twos maybe and maybe it's like junior league high school rules Th- like three, no three points, points don't exist yeah, yeah. well they Carrie did clearly did. but uh, it was uh, it was few and far between when you were like in middle school to make one but in high school kids shot threes it's also worthy worthy of noting that in the 2000s the three-pointer existed in basketball but it wasn't steph curry was very far away from revolutionizing yeah. the uh the basketball the of just ripping threes left and right 
um and as yeah, so the, many experts the long, were afraid, the long twos were were big or yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the jump shot was jump shot was big but also having the big man this is the this is the height of shack mm-hmm. yeah you know, this is you know so i'm i'm wondering you know where's this bald man that we noticed mm-hmm. of the extras why isn't he just slamming it down <laughs> and uh doesn't does, does seamus dunk am i remembering this does he end up dunking? i do think he does yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah why is so he should have been dominating that way jcr was that a stunt double can Lassie dunk? I mean, probably. <laughs> Lassie, Lassie on, he's, he, he's a tall guy. I wouldn't be surprised. Very much so. That makes sense. Um, I also really thought the makeup choice, that the hair and makeup department had some interesting choices with the Seamus uh, beard. and When he got evil? Yeah. Yeah. Did we think that that was the plan for him all along? Leprechaun. It was scary. Do we yeah. think that was the plan all along? And they were like, no, we have to like make him look kind of normal. And then, like, only show this off at the end as one last scare. It's probably also like one of those things where if he signed on board, he could be like, "Yeah, can I like only do this at the end?" Yeah, um, it also is probably too expensive to do that many. However long this sh- movie shoot was, yeah, to do that many days of makeup. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. Like when I was theorizing, I feel like there's. I was like, there's probably going to be very. Little. I was surprised at how much vision there was in WandaVision because just how much time with hair and makeup. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I was like, he probably just wants yeah. to like be yeah. himself. And he be was Paul Bedney, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, Russell and Kyle get some points. I think they were down 62 to 74 at one point. And then yeah, think- does the the points don't add up because there's yeah. like a minute and a half left. No, why oh, aren't they doing I noticed why aren't some they errors? Forcing some free throws from the other team. Like they're really just relying on their defense, which is also not a very that was that existed at that point. Speaking of Shaq, the yeah. hack of Shaq existed at that point. I noticed some scoreboard errors because at one point they got a point and the time was like two fifty three left. And oh, then there was another point, and it was still and then the clock went up and so like it was like thirty seconds would have gone by in each between each shot, each basket, or maybe not that much, but it it was literally it was the same shot. The number, the score was just different, but it was two fifty three again. I noticed mm. that in the scoreboard. Interesting. Um, that was one of the few goops I noticed. Um, but yeah, that's like in in the the beginning scene of High School Musical three. It's like a there's like a minute left on the clock, but Zach Efron is like running around for like five minutes before the <laughs> yeah. before the clock runs out. Yeah, uh, these sports movies, they don't. It's fine. No. Yes, yeah, sports are made up in these high school movies. <laughs> but we we uh end up Seamus loses um and he gets banished to the land of his father. He's like, Oh, I'm going to the Emerald Isle or the, the Isle of Ear. And he, uh, um Kyle's like, No, 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 no. My dad's from Cleveland, you're going to Lake Erie, and he just like shrinks down. Ohio and he gets <laughs> yeeted into the ocean. Or not the ocean, the lake. The lake. Uh, yeah, definitely not the ocean, the lake. Um, and just, yeah. So, do we think he survives? So I was wondering. He, they said within the shores. Can he live on the beach? Can he go survive I style? I think so. Also, we. I'm glad that it's a society that we. You know, we've picked one city, Cleveland, and we just roast it. But they could have picked like the Cleveland <laughs> skyline for when he drops into the lake. It's just a factory. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. Expensive. That's probably yeah. It's an expensive. expensive shot. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But the you know, Cleveland didn't want to go like buy the right to MCU, another shot. That frequent MCU filming location, Cleveland. 
Oh, yeah, I think they filmed Winter Soldier there. That Winter one. Soldier. A number of different movies are filmed in Cleveland. Yeah, that's notably I'm Winter sure, Soldier. I'm sure that factory is in Utah where they filmed everything yes. else. It's on the Great Salt like, Lake. That was probably just like uh, not like a thin beachfront. Did we pay, did we pay for Timothy Albinson to jump out of a helicopter to get that shot? Probably. It had to be. He, he, got, he got the zip line too. Yeah. To like be pulled out like the yeah, walkers. Yeah. <laughs> but in the end, uh, Grandpa gets Bonnie's dad to let her play basketball, pretending that he, well, I mean, he can. He can give her a scholarship with the money he has. And he's like, but she needs to be a little more round, round, well rounded. And I'm like, okay, that was a conversation she had with Kyle. I don't think Grandpa was around for this, but I mean, he's magic. Yeah, he's all-knowing. It's um, an answer to everything. Yeah. All the loopholes. Magic. Huh? Yes, loopholes. Uh, that's what I'm just going to say. If someone asks me a question, if like, uh, if I ever play Survivor Philadelphia Season 2, <laughs> then I'll just be like, magic. That's that's magic. Yeah. that's what happens. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but anyways, we go back. They get Heritage Day. They sing This Land is Your Land with literally the parents. And then at the end, people stand up. But that was a little cringe for the end. I didn't love it in hindsight. So I remember that that scene happening. Cringe. And I remember it being as cringy as it was. But what I noticed was so Bonnie immediately joins in. Then Russell and his dad stand up. Maybe the maybe Kyle's parents stand up. Yeah, Kyle's parents stand up too. I don't Russell's Russell and his dad stand up before Bonnie's parents do. Yeah. Like she put together this whole day and now she's performing. And you're not gonna support your daughter. You're not gonna be the first one. Type A, they yeah, I think they were. They're, yeah, they, they're like already saying to their fifteen-year-old daughter, "You're going to med school." That's yeah. you know at least eight years away. Also, I just want to shout out Russell's dad because he was singing. He was not. He oh was yeah, like, he's the best. This is my moment. Like low key, a, a, a uh, guy with low screen time that's just killing it. Yeah. So that's the end of the movie. Any thoughts on the movie? Anything we didn't touch on? Any loopholes you want to address? Anything? Like I just tried to get through the plot, but. There's a lot of stuff that probably we could nitpick for hours. Mm, no, we kind of talked about a few of the ones that I had, mainly the fact that they they made such an emphasis on different things that didn't add up in terms of age. And I think that was good. And then we really, I'm glad that we really poked into the parents here because I thought yeah. that was like, this whole movie changes if the parents are yeah. just any, like they make one decision and this movie probably doesn't even, be remotely like close semi to competent yeah. yeah yeah there was very little resolution in terms of like the parent storyline and like the like we obviously referenced the fact that this all the family beef squashed in a day but yeah there was very little resolution they were probably like oh we have to wrap this up because we don't have much time on the disney channel left so i feel like yeah, they have to fill everything in two with, hours with ads i feel like this is common with a lot of the disney channel movies like i remember wendy Wu ended like they had like less than a minute of closure at the end of the movie and then just like Smash, ca- smash credits like mm-hmm. um, yeah a number so, of them are like that yeah, yeah yeah that was something that i wanted to yeah the start. even stevens movie they just were like oh yeah it's all a it's all another reality show within a reality show mm-hmm. and that was it with dave coulier just popping up joey cut joey gladstone out. cut it out yeah yeah um shout out to the shit 90s pod mary kate and ashley <laughs> by the way yeah but yeah just uh in terms of the cast uh we have ryan merriman 90 star uh, 2000 star disney channel kyle johnson i don't think he's been in anything lately so he was in final destination three a few years later and i remember yeah. thinking this is the guy from 
from Smart House and Luck of the Irish. And then I've never watched Pretty Little Liars, but he's on that apparently. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. You know Moe's from Ned's Declassified was on that. Yes, I knew that too. Yeah. Yeah. I always confuse her with Eliza Coop. Um, these days, like I, I saw her on that that woman was on Superstore and Future Man. Okay. Um, I was like, is this? Oh, and she was on um, she was on what's it called? She was on Scrubs too. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that and was I her was first like, one. Oh, Moe's grew up and dyed her hair, and then every time it's like, nope, it's this lady. They do have that... a similar face, yeah. Yeah, I always get confused between the two. Um, but yeah, so Ryan Merriman, yeah, like Emily said, get him on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, he really uh, tried to make dancing happen. Very much so. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was a thing for him. Uh, yeah, we didn't know. We didn't say one last dancing scene in the the, what's it called in the Heritage Day thing with his Cleveland Brown shirt yeah, on. Yeah, oh man. yeah, he did the step dance with. He does the dress. Yeah, his very dance. generic not logo. Yeah, his non logo Cleveland Browns shirt. Well, it's notable because a the Cleveland Browns logo is just a football helmet, but b because the Cleveland Browns had just come back to the NFL. So it's a big come up for the Browns there. So maybe the, Brian Merriman and the Disney Channel put them on the map. That's what. Really yeah, what it must be. It. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just, I just see. This is why I'm very confused because you said that it's filmed in Utah, and so we like assumed it was like maybe mountain based. But then I'm like, wait, but I think it's in Ohio. I have to assume that a lot of the movie was in Ohio. Who knows? Yeah, but, who knows? Yeah, did they move to Columbus or Flavortown yeah. as we're. Uh, mm-hmm. We're trying to call it now, um, or Cincinnati, and that's why they keep saying just from Cleveland. Yeah. No, also, was, wasn't that a throwaway line on Lizzie McGuire being like, "Where are we from?" And the dad's like, "We're from Kalamazoo." I think it was. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just these Disney Channel shows. They didn't. They had an identity crisis. They didn't know where their white stars were from. They weren't allowed to say European cities. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Henry Gibson was Riley O'Reilly. Alexis Lopez, who also disappeared from the face of the earth. Like I could not, she was in a few things, but I really wanted to see. I thought it looks like had... somebody that's still around. Like she looks like an actress that I feel like she I've seen. Should be still around. Oh, that yeah, okay. That's a good one. I feel like she should be around, but she was Bonnie Lopez. She was great in the movie. I think she like had ch- uh, chops and like could have made it if she like get her for some random MCU stunt and then we'll like build her profile up. She can be like the new Elizabeth Olsen. Like she was like a child, like a background child star for one thing and then like their their famous counterparts disappeared from hollywood but she's gonna come back up um let's like do that i don't know uh uh paul kiernan as bob johnson slash robert smith the dad uh marita garrity was kate o'reilly johnson slash kate smith glendon chapman was russell halloway never knew that was his last name in the movie but i was a big russell fan as we mentioned many times um, yeah, we Timothy say. Amundsen, aka Lassie, uh, Seamus McTiernan, uh, Thurry ba- Bailey, Mr. Holloway, Dwayne Stevens as Patrick, Charles Halford as McDermott. I don't know who some of these characters are, but they, I, are they his American crew that is supposed to be Irish? His, like, his um, his lackeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Marshall Hilliard as Eddie McGuire, and then David Wee, Chris Lovett, Brittany Copy, aka BK on the credits. <laughs> um, were all credited as extras and Kevin Clifford as garbage man. Uh, no mention of Drake, which Drake. is Drake erasure. Wow. Disrespectful. Sad. Drake has like a plot point. Like, yeah. why is he on the credits? Also, the coach um, looked very familiar. Maybe he, he does look familiar. Like, I feel like he's like in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. generic um, Disney guy. Yeah, in terms of the music, I didn't have anything but the Irish music slapped. I think Irish music is underrated as like a fun thing to like listen to. I, I, I feel like I, I love listening to music from other cultures and just like embracing them, like especially the instrumental stuff. 
um, just like the vibes and energy. Uh, do any of you play instruments besides JCR who plays like 10,000? No. <laughs> I tried to learn a couple as a kid, but yeah. nothing as an adult. Yeah. Jason, do you know any Irish music? Um, I mean, not, I haven't studied it extensively, but you know, yeah, I, I bop to anything really. Can we talk about the mom playing the piccolo just randomly yes. in the middle of the movie and the bagpipes also? Oh, the yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I was gonna say the bagpipes. Yeah. She, she was doing a lot of random stuff in the movie that I felt like maybe it was a little over the top in terms of like stereotyping Irish people, but yeah. And Bonnie at one point goes, like, I don't, I don't want to stereotype you, but maybe, maybe we know, you know, maybe it's just your Irish of why, why you're a little hot headed. Yeah. It, there, there definitely were things that I feel like I would change in 2021. Some lines, yeah. some, some stereotyping, but yeah. So, uh, do we want to do go around and say who our MVPs and our LVPs were for the movie? I can just say that Bonnie and Russell were my MVPs. I need to think of my LVP, but those are my two standouts for the movie. Like obviously Kyle's the main star, but I love those two side characters so much. Want to go first? You can go. Yeah, I think Bonnie's MVP. Like I said at the top, a lot of this doesn't happen if she's not there. Kyle, we didn't even mention it when he's on the tour. He gets his cover blown because he starts asking way too obvious questions. And Bonnie has to pull him aside. Like you talk about the coach, Mm -hmm. Bonnie, just an MVP assistant coach here being like, hey, hold on, pump the brakes for a minute here. Like just like an assistant coach would pull a player aside, you know, the head coach is busy calling plays. And she's like, hold on. And then she gives the speech that that inspires everybody to bury the family beef as, you know, as stereotypical Disney as that might be. She's the one that's like, hey opportunity we got to seize this and then lvp i'm gonna i'm gonna say to the parents specifically the dad because the dad's like really even when the mom is like she's off the luck she's full accent the dad's like we're having carbs we're doing this like the dad like really like what's his deal so he's my lvp see i actually put kate as the lvp because i feel like she should be more upfront. like this is her yeah that, that's like, fair she, that's it's fair. her lucky coin she's gonna revert back she should have like had a game plan, but honestly, I, I put both parents. Yeah, it's probably I'm both just parents. Trying to flip a coin between, uh, flip a lucky coin between the two <laughs> parents. Um, I think they would both like either one could get the LVP if you're not going to give it to Seamus, which I feel like is a cop out to give it to the villain and antagonist. I feel like unless no, they're like I, really shitty. You could argue Seamus is an MVP because Seamus, I he will. almost gets away with his plot. <laughs> and okay, yeah, yeah you so you much. you go with it, yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to take a hot take and I'm going to say the mom is my MVP because fine and maybe not in the plot, but I cackled so much at her Irish accent and the weird leprechaun stuff that she did. (laughs) I was cackling when she it's like, it's subjective. You do your MVPs how you want to do them. Yeah. Like when she gave him that like cauldron of mush and said, go, here's your lunch. And then just like when she's stoking the fire, like I was just cackling at that. So she's my MVP and I'm going to give the LVP to the dad, like Jordy. He just like, he didn't protect his family well with his name change. He couldn't get him and, and his kid into the potato factory to talk to the grandpa. He just was not very effective at anything he needed to do. So he's my LVP. Yes. Jason, how about you? Uh, MVP, I, I'm going to split mine between uh, Seamus and Russell just for, for entertainment. I feel like they were, they were bringing it every time they were on the screen. 
yeah, and you know, I, I gotta I gotta shout out my lassie. Um, and then I think LVP. I'd like to give my LVP to the uh, those fair weather groupies of the middle school basketball team. Oh, yeah. that are all in on one player one day and one player the next. I don't like it. You know what? The Gawkers. Get out of here. Leave leave our friends alone. Oh, that reminds me. So we did the Googling of where it was, but when the, the fans immediately start booing Kyle and are like, get him out of here, I sarcastically said to Emily, where is this Philly? So we can say the movie was filmed in Philadelphia <laughs> if we'd like. Oh, I would like to. <laughs> I figured Jason appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> But none of you are like, oh, no, Emily's an OG Philadelphia person, right? No, I'm an OG Philadelphia. I'm saying that sarcastically as a okay. Philly person. Wait, I thought I, you were uh, from like Jersey for whatever reason. No, I'm from the suburbs of Philadelphia. Uh, okay. So I'm four for four, the four teams. Okay. Uh, but I'm very, I get very uh, curmudgeon sometimes. That's fair. You know, I'm like, I say I'm from Boston, but I'm technically from like the suburbs of Boston. So I get that. Um, but yeah, so... Do we want to do listener questions or we didn't do, do we want to rate the movie? And let's just rate the movie since we're on the topic of. That works. Um, so, sorry, I have my Scooby-Doo. I copied something from my Scooby-Doo notes. Uh, with someone also named Russell in there. Uh, check that out. <laughs> but uh, the scores for this movie, let's just give it like one to five. How would you rate this? Is, do people, does anyone want to go first? Because I have mine ready. I can give you some time to think. Like, how is this as a movie, your own criteria? For me personally, I'm ranking this against like other of the decoms that I've encountered. Yeah, against other decoms, I'll probably go in the four range. Uh, probably yeah. we'll just do a solid four. It's not the best decom. It's not the worst. There's definitely the plot holes, but I feel like you can easily poke some holes into the other uh, other ones, especially of that era. There's, I think the more quality decoms came a little later. Obviously, High School Musical is five years away. Uh, four years? No, it's two late 2005 early 2006 so it's you know that's you know that's one of the higher standards and there's a number of them from from that area too uh but yeah i'd say four it it certainly holds up the test of time there's certainly things that if it's made today that you need to change and you need to kind of reword but i also think that you could have made this movie in the 90s or the 80s and it doesn't really change that much because there are some early 2000s references but there are parts that i feel like you could have told me this was a remake of a movie from the a disney movie from the 60s Four look of the Irish movies. I don't know if any of them are of the same like, oh, three I lines, but I went to find this on Wikipedia, and it was like, "Do you want the 1948 version?" The like, which which like yeah, okay. But yeah, I know so when I looked Hollywood. it looked it up, all I got was luck of the Fryrish, which is an episode of Futurama, a great uh, episode of Futurama if you've never seen it. Um, but yeah, no, so you could have told me that that this is a remake of a movie from 1948, and I'm like, yeah, I believe it. Like this seems like a Disney movie, like Parent Trap style. They're like. We're remaking this. We're starring like a hot actor or actress that we want to really push forward like they did with, with Lindsay Lohan and go that way. Although, yeah. you know, obviously those two careers went in very different ways. One thing we didn't mention with, with Ryan Merriman and maybe Luck of the Irish inspired him this way. He was offered to be in the movie version of the video game Tekken, I found out, and he turned it down, which is good because he would have been whitewashing a Japanese character. So maybe Luck of the Irish had something to do with that. Oh, let's let's hope it did. Um, yeah. I'm gonna stick with Jordy's range. Like I gave this a 3.75. I could be convinced to give it a four. I think it's definitely better than you mentioned, Lindsay Lohan. Get a clue. I think there were a lot more. Oh, like, get issues. a clue. Underrated though. That's a. It's good, but then I rewatched. There's a it. lot of random shit that happens. Oh, am I allowed to curse on this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a lot of random stuff that happens to get a clue. The plot is all over the place, but it's underrated and great it, theme song. It was song. fun to watch. 
but at the same time like i feel like there were i i had more issues with that movie in terms of like the plot holes and stuff like yeah, that there are but, big like, this one has plot holes too i think this one was fun like i said the first act and the third act were very interesting the second act there were some drag in it like it, it was like i kept checking the time left around that time um not a like I, it was easy to watch though um just like nitpicky with the plots i think the parents were had a really bad plan um there was like some questions i had a lot of questions in the movie but it's i think the four range is where i would put like the halloween town the high school musical camp rock like the stuff especially because i'm more familiar with like all those sure so I, i'd say this is a 3.75 or a four um I, I officially give it a 3.75 but maybe when i hear the rest of your scores i might move it up to a four um or maybe it down lower who knows <laughs> emily or jason which one of you wants to take it next <laughs> I can go. Um, I'm going to go lower than you guys. I'm going to say like a 3.25. I just, I've, at least compared to Jordy, I've watched a lot more like modern Disney Channel original movies. And compared to those, like this just doesn't hold up either in production value. There's no singing. I like my Disney, my decons to have like musical numbers in general. This has none of them. Um, And just like, I also think DCOMs have gotten better at like casting age appropriately. Like technically in eighth grade, you're like 13. Yeah, this not so the show he's 15. They don't say what grade he's 15 in. 15 in junior high. That's not I was 15 fair. as a freshman in high school. That's not junior high. That's junior high is sixth to ninth grade. Junior high is seventh and eighth grade. Middle school is sixth to ninth grade. Oh, well, um, my middle school was fifth. They were very off. Yeah, no, like middle I, school though. Okay. My middle school was sixth to eighth. I was like, this kid is at least ninth or tenth grade we looked it up he's 17 when the movie is filmed yeah, yeah. he just he, looks he too looked old. younger in smart house i think he could have passed in smart house if this was filmed right back to back like jordy thought but this was he was like definitely older um yeah so that like is like a little weird because like he looks i feel like he looks like older than russell and like bonnie looks about his age but they look like they're in like high school high school um and yeah, I just yeah, they don't need the junior high throwaway line. Sorry for interrupting you. Yeah. They don't need that. Like they could have just said it he's fifteen. School. Yeah, it could have been high school easily. It would have made me more confused why he never asked about his er- heritage like over yeah. the last ten years instead of the last like five, but there it could be high school. I thought it was a high school movie. Yeah. So I yeah, I put it lower just because I'm probably comparing it to newer, um, more like highly produced Disney channels. Have you seen Let It Shine, Emily? Yes. So good. <laughs> i'm really into zombies these days okay oh i feel like i remember you i saw you tweeting, um i will i right? will give it a ooh. no go ahead jason you're good no sorry my 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 internet's not very cooperative today um <laughs> i will give it a i think we're gonna cover we're gonna cover the spread um i was gonna give it a three and a half uh Perfect. so we we hit all the all the quarters between uh 3.25 all the way up um Four. yeah I, like I i feel like you you've covered most of it it's uh it's good it's not the best it's not the worst it certainly exists and yeah there was good stuff there's bad stuff three and a half yeah so there we have it let's get some quick rapid fire questions in here um, i love it so let's start with bill the chemist on twitter wants to ask is luck of the irish but more generally every decom a metaphor for queerness I'm not sure if I'm qualified to answer that as a straight person. Um, so I will, I will yield my, my answer. 
Why are you looking at me? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not, or I was, but I'm not trying to look for you to the answers. Um, I don't I, mean, there's definitely like the puberty aspect to it as well. Yeah, of like a lot of discovering yourself. Of yeah. Stories, so yeah. They definitely... yeah. I think, I think there are a lot of like coming of age stories, like becoming, becoming a man stories. And so I think, I think you can always like sort of group that in with like, be it's like becoming who you are. And yeah. so I think for queer people, that's can be associated with, with this stuff as well. I just um, think so. Yes, oh, and sorry. also no, but also maybe. Yeah, no. I just think that a lot of these stories, like just like you said, coming of age. I think identity themes are like prevalent in a lot of them. Like this mm. one was like obviously about the American dream. There were like that. That was a theme and chasing like being what it means to be American what it means to have culture and stuff like that. And that kind of like, I think even if they're not overtly there, there's a lot of underlying themes about identity issues in these movies that sure. I've followed and whether it's like race, gender, sexuality. Um, and it's always interesting to look back with a 2021 perspective. Um, yeah, I guess there's also not to shit on the parents more, but the fact that parents aren't like helpful in it, there's yeah. probably that aspect to it as well. For sure, yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it's a known thing that Ryan from High School Musical is gay and he just wasn't out at the time in his character mm -hmm. like uh, uh i think kenny ortega said that he's one of those characters that would have come out in college and accepted himself but like just i feel like they have a lot of characters similar to ryan in a lot of these disney channel shows and movies sure mm -hmm. um but yeah it also doesn't hurt that a lot of the stars end up being queer as well like demi lovato and raven mm -hmm. um so uh and then dr amanda remittance i don't know if you've heard of her um, she's a queen. Uh, <laughs> who, she. This is straight to Jason mostly, but obviously anyone can answer. Um, more iconic Timothy Amundsen role, Carlton Lasseter or Seamus McTiernan. I think it's Lassie for me personally. Yeah, it's 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 got to be Lassie. That's his his big you know long standing role. But I I love I love Seamus. I'd love to see uh, a little more hints of Seamus in psych personally yeah no i just i think one of the things that sends me is like the orange beard even though he's like a brunette and then also like he's supposed to yeah. take the body of this 15 year old but then like he's in this jersey and all that chest hair is popping out and i was like yeah yeah this this is <laughs> the very... stern bush it's an, an interesting take As it is lovingly called on psych the stern bush. <laughs> <laughs> i um i'll probably agree that it's lassie although kind of to go back to the point that we said of that this is a movie for me you know being 10 years old when it came out this is a movie that stuck with me for a while and probably why i was on the the higher end of the uh the scale although emily was the same age as me and we were the two opposite ends so that tells you all you need to know but um the fact though that that stuck in there and that finding out that lassie was sheamus i think certainly has something to say with it too but i feel like psych probably has a larger footprint on pop culture um than this movie does although it, there's probably some generational you know dissection that you have to do but yeah i mean probably lassie why are we not considering gregory from this is us kate and toby's neighbor like he's an iconic role i, I don't think anyone else has watched sure. this is us on this panel but no oh, emily I, does i oh, emily does i was watching who... it i stopped watching after my dad died for okay uh, reasons, relatable but... Yeah. Or, not relatable but like yeah. understandable. Understandable. it was yeah. it was a little tough yeah no absolutely uh but emily i didn't even know that he was him i it makes sense like i i had to scroll up to his wikipedia photo I'm like because i've 
it just had to scroll up, but I was like, oh my God, that is him. I was like, no, he's not Gregory. There's here. also, there's some interesting ones and Toby from This Is Us is one where he's the Taser chef face? at the beginning of uh, of Stranger Things that gets killed. He finds oh, Eleven yeah. and takes her in, yeah. He's Taser ah. facing Guardians too. Yeah, he is, you're right. Yeah. And Randall. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. SKB. Wow. Yeah, Sterling K. Brown's a lot of stuff that you we don't really totally put together and then you're like, oh my God. He's like obviously he's too. in Black Panther, but that's, yeah. po- that's post This Is Us, but he's in the uh, the OJ show. He's in a bunch of things. Wait, even though you were just telling me that this is the same person, this is us, I was like, I'm thinking of the wrong person, but like, I'm I'm shook. I had no idea. Yeah, no, he does <laughs> not look like he looks very different on his Wikipedia photo than he yeah. does. Yeah, he um, he has like he he grew out his hair. He was the king in Gallivant. I don't know if anyone no. watched Gallivant, but that was like his big post psych, uh, breakout role in Gallivant. Wow. Um, yeah, he's like classically trained, like broadway uh like singer so oh, wow. was like a musical a musical television show well i remember that um, yeah i mean uh, why are I we knew. forgetting his co-lead role with woody woodpecker in the woody woodpecker movie from mm-hmm. a few years ago <laughs> did not know that i didn't know that either yeah i think he's yeah and he's he probably... a... oh go ahead jason he also had a uh, i think m- other people might know him from supernatural he was uh, Kane in Supernatural. I wasn't a Supernatural watcher, but I wasn't either. Yeah, that's, that's uh, one of one of his other his long-standing roles. Yeah, no, uh, I think it was uh, just reading the the summary for the Woody Woodpecker movie. He seems very much like the James Marsden character from Sonic. The oh, from Sonic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoyed the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I still need to see it. I've heard great things though. I think you might have highly recommended. I fell asleep. It to me somewhat. I, I think like I saw it the I week asleep. before we hung out in in LA. In LA. That might have been it. Yeah, yeah. Jason, it's okay. You can take naps whenever you want. <laughs> you deserve rest. We already established that your sleep schedule is kind of whack like mine. I just need a good Sonic game. I need Sega to, to put together something. Even if it's like a Sonic Riders type of game that's also dating my uh, video game playing. But I just need a good Sonic game. Yes. So let me just get to the next question. Caitlin Glacken asks, hmm, a movie about a ginger and none of your guests are ginger. I see how it is. Jordy, are you a ginger, technically? Um, well, you mentioned red beards. I have hints of red hair in my beard. My sister was a strawberry blonde when she was a baby. Um, and now it's just kind of a dirty blonde. My other sister is fully blonde, but, but no, he's not. Yeah. No, I'm not. I (laughs) I don't have red hair. It's, it's dirty, dirty blonde brunette color. She followed up. That's my question. Why am I not invited? And Jason an hour ago responded, I'll send you the link. You can hop on. I was surprised she didn't jump on. I saw this whole conversation. (laughs) Well, is it, is it (laughs) rude? let's say hello to our guest caitlin are you there yes i'm here um do you want to do you want to talk about being irish wait well i no i have to say first uh you are doing a podcast about a movie with the ginger and i had to complain to formally be invited do you have any comment on this yes you've told me many times you don't want to be on podcasts you're scared of them so i am but you still need ginger representation (laughs) I have Irish representation. Who? Hi. Jordy. How, how Irish are you? Uh, my name was O'Connell before Ellis Island. Okay. That's yeah. pretty Irish. Okay, <laughs> Caitlin, can I give you, can I, can I throw something back at you? Yeah, let's hear it. Um, Ryan Merriman has a terrible dye job in this movie. I don't think he's really a ginger. <laughs> Is he really not? Yeah, Go look it up. Think, I don't think he's, he's, br- he's brunette before the uh, the hair ch- change color. It was. I, we didn't talk was about mainly, the hair. 
I was mainly focused on the really good spike job he had going. It is great. It's a great hairstyle. Yeah, and Seamus in the that. end, Seamus when he transforms into the the full True. leprechaun is, is that was a better dye job than whatever happened with Ryan's hair. Yeah. I feel like he has like too dark hair, and then it like was weird, but. Also, like yeah. that kind of like hair that you could like get at a CVS and you could just spray it. Um, yeah, 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 like the the party yeah. ones. Um, Caitlin, the the mom and the dad were both gingers, though. So yeah, I wonder if they should have had a scene in the movie where they just talked about being made fun of for being ginger. That would have made the movie better. That's probably better than talking about the Irish people being oppressed like yeah. three different times. Just talk about like, hey, a lot of us are redheaded. I, as your mom, am. You're going to get made fun they, of for it. I don't know if they were doing this in your middle school days, but does anyone remember the problematic hug a, hug a ginger day, hug a, hug a Jewish person day? I, I remember I, those I Facebook I groups have, that came out. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a thing in my middle school. I never partaked because I did not want to be hugged on hug a Brazilian day. Um, <laughs> I just feel like, especially in hindsight, like hugging each other, yeah. spreading of germs. Hug whoever you want with consent. Thank you. And that's it. Yeah. I also have another issue with one of your podcast um, guests right now. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is nothing to do with the movie, but Jason doesn't believe that central New Jersey exists. Oh, we've talked about this a lot in our Survivor Philly chat about central Jersey. Yes. Do you do you believe it exists? I, I do. I'm from Philadelphia or the Philadelphia area in, in Pennsylvania's suburbs specifically, but I do subscribe to central Jersey. Okay, thank goodness. So you're like a good human. Jason, though, <laughs> can go to hell. No, but I'm already living there. Well, that's true. Jersey is hell. But <laughs> Central Jersey is beautiful. I is believe uh, Central Jersey as much as I believe in leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, did you ever have any good luck charms in high school or in life? Um, I one time had a... So my family's also very Irish. I had... My mom got me, she was very into St. Patty's Day, so she got me a shamrock necklace that lit up. And it was very cool. And I was in third grade, and I brought it to school. And there was this girl that, her name was Theodora, and she was a Jehovah's Witness, so they don't, like, believe in any, like, religions. Or, not religion, sorry, holidays. And she accidentally broke my shamrock necklace, and my mom thought it was a hate crime and was very mad and went to the teacher about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> why have i never heard this story it's um, incredible yeah she was just really mad she was like she doesn't believe in holidays she shouldn't be touching your necklaces on holidays and was very very pissed off well mary mary had some words for her she really did the, the school board um yeah second question how do you feel about timothy amudson um he's okay should i have strong feelings about him I mean, if Jason doesn't believe in Central Jersey, I, I guess you can hate him to get that. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mainly hate people that don't believe in Central Jersey. So if okay. he believes in Central Jersey, he's fine with me. Caitlin, do you have any final thoughts on Luck of the Irish, Ireland, Leprechaun, St. Patty's Day? I Iron think Merriman's that dancing. Be, ooh. I think there should be a second movie. And it should focus just on real gingers and okay. the pain they go through. Okay. And then they all turn into leprechauns, which probably would make it that gingers would get made fun of more, but it's fine. We never talked about Seamus's plot to be king of the leprechauns. What exactly does that entail? Like, if he gets he, he, all of their lucky golds, 
then he will be king. I felt like it was very well uh, laid like, out. He like, like, what does he want to do? He just he just wanted power. Yeah, like, he what? Gets all he, he gets all their love. So he just becomes a billionaire. Like, is that what it is? He's he's that universe is Jeff Bezos. He's just he's the most lucky because he has all of their lucky coins and okay. none of them have lucky coins. Does so he enslave them? Lucky. Is that why the that word was used so much? I, I guess I guess he would be the like their leader at that point, their ruler. That was it. He, the villain was not fleshed out. Like a lot of the movie no. was not fleshed I mean, out. We didn't see like, him for half the movie. Is he like a Russian oligarch though with oil of like he just like dishes it out when he wants to of like here you go the um you know the o'connells can have some luck for this uh you know for a five-year period for a certain yeah it's that kind of thing he owns the source of their power i guess so yeah yeah it's like how the oil companies own us (laughs) i mean i'm just thinking of uh what's his face in in billions if if any of you watch that show of um he basically plays the same character in rounders john malkovich the russian oligarch who just like he gets to he gets to like play with the islanders when he wants to like that kind of level of power that's what i'm imagining here yeah i mean capitalism am i right <laughs> um yeah caitlin do you have any do you want to do your plugs and then hop off or do you want to stay until the end of the podcast um i want to leave because this is the most my anxiety will ever let me probably be on a podcast <laughs> okay so give any plugs that you have and then we'll wrap it up here after you dip um just follow me on twitter at caitlin glacken because I like to bully people. So if you follow me, I will bully you. And that's like kind of fun. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> Do you want to give out your TikTok too or no? Uh, my TikTok is Kate Glack, but I, I am not very good at TikTok. I'm trying to become better. Okay. Yes. Um, Caitlin, do you have any uh, St. Patty's Day plans besides staying home? Uh, well, my mom will probably try to be bring all the irish heritage and make really bad food that i won't eat and then she'll get mad at me and i'll just eat potatoes so that's kind of my only plan maybe she'll turn into a leprechaun that day that would be nice because then uh, like you know we maybe have like good luck but Uh, yeah yeah well caitlin i'll talk to you soon uh i hope everyone enjoyed your pop in and yeah follow caitlin on twitter thanks for coming queen bye see ya Bye. bye Okay, who wants to go first with their plugs unless we have any final thoughts on what we discussed today? Uh, I guess I can go first. I okay. So mentioned the bullpen cart. We are ramping up for baseball to come back. Yes. I'm having Great a mutual pod with on um, the central, uh, the central league, whatever it's called. Yeah, the AL central, the, new, the central New Jersey league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just did the American league central with a friend of mine for that. I play fantasy baseball with Brady Fredrickson. Uh, I'm having Michael a mutual Clark draft. So yeah. So he, so Michael J. Clark a year ago created this idea of doing an all division fantasy draft and he will be reprising his role on Monday night, our mutual friend, to do the American league West. And then he might appear one more time before the season starts. And he'll, I'm sure he'll appear a number of different times during the regular season. Um, but yeah, so we have that going on and then hockey coverage as that's going on. And I'm doing all my flyers videos on Instagram. So you can follow me at Jordo nine for most platforms. And then either Thunderblog sports on Instagram and Facebook or thunder BLG on Twitter. That's, that's really it for me. The bullpen cart, Though on where you know wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. Not to interrupt plugs because I just I forgot to mention something that I told Jason in the pre-show. Um, Disney Channel India made a remake of this. That's movie. right. Oh yes, 
I looked this up. Yeah. So has anybody checked this out or like any clips? Is it? I read the plot, which is yeah. basically a sixteen-year-old Amit who is a class hero, an incredibly lucky student. He attributes all of his luck to his special gold coin. In a bid to find out about his heritage, he visits a local fair styled around Arabian Nights, where the mystery deepens as he encounters a series of mystical and sinister characters amidst colorful stalls, Arabian dancers, and magical tricks. By the next day, his luck starts to wear thin as he enters the unknown yet familiar world of magic, genies, and more. And I feel like it's just probably like a remake with like different yeah with cultures. the genie. So I thought about this of like because especially because they use the word oppress of like if they were going to try to do this as a non-white person and like how problematic that would quickly get, I guess that is that the only way they could try to do it. Cause I feel like it's, it's really hard to not get offensive really quickly to not. Do yeah. It I think way. it would have to be helmed by like, if it's a black character, a black creative team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like a Ryan Coogler type. Yeah. Asian I think Ryan Coogler is making, he's making all <laughs> the series. He can jump in. Yeah. Ryan Coogler he's could do whatever he wants. He, he has yeah. enough power in the world. I mean, he does have a Disney plus deal. He wants okay. <laughs> All right, all right. He has that Disney Plus deal, which I know he's doing Wakanda for, but then no, or it's the, like the Wakanda, series. Luck of the Irish remake. Luck of the Wakandans. Luck of, luck of the Vibranium. Oh yeah, God. but then after he does the Wakanda series, maybe maybe he'll just reach out, be like Ryan Merriman, do you want to and Russell and Bonnie come back? No, no, no. make a Russell centric Luck of the Irish no, spinoff. Of course. Maybe, yeah, but maybe. I want to the... hear Russell. I want to hear about Russell's NBA career because I think Russell yeah, had some the... real potential that he didn't need luck for. <laughs> He had confidence. Yes, he confidence. Made he made it. I think. I think Kyle gave up his luck. You know, in a, a grittier Christopher Nolan type of thing, he gave up his luck, and he's Emily's like, I'm naming big directors. <laughs> I'm trying to use out. it this way. I'm yeah. out on this idea. Yeah, right. This is why. I'm, this is why I'm leaving Ru- the, Russell, the movie pro- creation lucky process coin to Felipe. Is made and not out me. of <laughs> vibranium. Russell's lucky coin is made out of vibranium. Exactly. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> maybe. Maybe Black Panther two. Will be about Sherry and her lucky coin. No, Sherry doesn't, doesn't need luck. luck. Yeah, Sherry's already true, true. Sherry's already a genius. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the Wakandas don't and need queen. luck. They're badass. Yeah, they are badass. Dan Wakanda. So um, we so Felipe, we've talked about this. We're watching binge mode and we've gone through everything. It's just I'm just so excited to see the next movies come out. And obviously, yeah. COVID needs to end so we can film these. But obviously, the the passing of Chadwick Boseman is tough to not go through of watching it. But Sherry, just a, what a awesome character actually all yeah. the wakandans in it one Okoye. of my favorite mcu lines ever is when uh martin freeman i think is the actor's name he walks yeah. up behind her she's like don't scare me like that colonizer <laughs> I, was, oh, I thought you were gonna say the oh another white boy for us to fix yeah that's another good one too. um but yeah um also do you want to touch on survivor philly the podcast or dudes jason want to do that or i don't know I guess we both can. I think it, I don't know if this is the last episode. I know that I think there's a making of after this, but the winner, I don't want to spoil Survivor Philly, even though it has now been released twice. Her, uh, that person's podcast has just come out. Um, basically, Alex G did interviews with all of us right after we filmed it, basically starting a week after and going through there. And he's been dropping podcasts left and right as he's been re-releasing the show, basically because we could not do as you mentioned, uh, season two and season three, which we planned on doing back to back almost a year ago. Uh, we haven't been able to do it because of the pandemic. So in an effort to just keep the Survivor Philly name out there has re-released the show with the podcast. Yeah. So check that out. And let's go to the woman next to you. Emily, what do you have going on on not gastrointestinal blues, but gastro blues? 
Yeah, so I do a six hours podcast every Sunday night called the Gastroenteritis Blues. Um, it drops Monday morning. You can find it on anywhere that you find your podcast. We've also been doing another bonus episode on Locker Room, which is like Clubhouse, but for sports. Um, so we tweet that link out so you can follow the podcast at Gastro Blues Pod. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at third and girl with underscores on both sides of the and I normally tweet mostly about the Sixers, occasionally the bachelor and sometimes my dog. A great dog, dog. I guess. Luna. Wonderful. Nice she dog. had, and to cross over those two, she had Tasha's man, Zach Clark on as an interview. And it's a great interview. And she's had a number of different people, including, various uh, reporters of the Sixers, both past and present on, and they're great interviews. Emily's podcast is excellent. Zach was our That's biggest guest though. Yes. Well, Emily, you were the, uh, you were the OG in terms of Zach stands. And I think I he appreciated it. I hope so. Yes. We stand Tasha as well. One of the mm -hmm. recently announced co-hosts of the next bachelorette season. Yeah. Um, yes. Here for it. As well as dancing with the stars winner, Caitlin uh, Bristow mm -hmm. as well. So um yeah we'll see how that goes maybe i'll watch maybe i don't because i also hate mike fleiss oh i don't know if i should say that <laughs> i'm in hollywood but um yeah so jcr what's good with you um and also i have a question for you after you do your plugs but you do your plugs first okay uh uh yeah i'm uh hosting along with the aforementioned uh dr amanda rabinowitz the, the i know you don't know podcast we're re-watching the show Psych, of course, starring Timothy Odmanson. Um, and you can find that at ikydk.com. And we're doing all sorts of nonsense. Uh, you know, we got we got pineapple AI robots that are doing work for us. We're doing a whole whole lot of nonsense over at IKYDK. And then I'm on Twitter uh, at Jason Curtis R. That's everywhere. Uh, Instagram, TikTok wherever you want that's where do, i am do you want to plug your lemonade account or your <laughs> i yeah i do lemonade reviews uh and that's jcr lemon grades on instagram yeah. <laughs> i'm the eighth i'm the eighth biggest stand in the world i think officially now nah, you were tied for eighth or tied for yeah is this i guess tied my followers i'm yeah. eight no, I, I'm, I'm no, the just the, the world's, I'm the eighth world's biggest stan of all things. That's ah, the is. eighth, the eighth wonder. Yeah. Yes. Um, but JCR also does Twitch gaming. Uh, he'll be back sometime. Who knows? Yeah. That. No, actually, I was back uh, yesterday as we're recording. I, I re entered the world of Twitch uh, after a, a devastating uh, Twitch where I lost all of the progress in my Pokemon Red game um oh, no. at the end of my stream so but yeah twitch.tv slash jason curtis r yes. if that's something you're interested in it's very fun i pop in every once in a while it's super fun to check out uh jason i have a question for you and i wish dr amanda was here so i could ask her but how come you two never use the the, the phrase ikidic to plug your podcast when i read it we are we refer to our listeners as the i kids uh okay yeah, yeah. i feel like Ick, ick, dick, I guess. No, because every, like, in my, obviously I listen, and then, so when I hear you, you say I-K-Y-D-K, and then in my head, I'm like, why do they never say ick, you dick? Ick, you dick. I'll, I'll bring it up next time we're, uh, we're on pod. Yes, uh, but great podcasts all around. And this was awesome. Definitely 
enjoyed it. Uh, quickly for my plug, so we have uh, what you doing? All of you have open invites, and JCR is already booked for the Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. Um, my Twitter is what the fleep, um, and you can follow the Brazilian Dragon on Twitter and on Instagram at Brazil Dragon Pod. You can also email with suggestions Brazil Dragon Pod at gmail.com. And then what you doing is at what you doing pod. Um, coming up, we have. Uh, we're going to do uh, sort of a bracket, sort of deciding what goes on a bracket for the poster recap Star Wars bracket. We're doing that. We're, Jacob and I have been making brackets and then we've decided to turn the creation process into a podcast. And then if anyone wants the bracket, you can have it after. But um, we're gonna, <laughs> we, had, we did an MCU one and we spent like an hour and 15 minutes just fighting on the phone about who gets to be in the bracket and who is in what seating and so we were like let me just let's just make it a podcast next time so we're doing that tomorrow obviously scooby-doo gonna keep going and more decoms and more throwback stuff um and then like and subscribe on itunes and give five stars on all the podcasts you heard about today um otherwise any final thoughts in life luck of the irish st patrick's day nope Okay, well, stay inside for St. Patrick's inside. Day. Don't go yeah. out. Don't go to yes. the bars, please. Yes, you're not going to find my, a woman. St. Patrick's a, Day shakes. You're not going to find a woman with a yellow umbrella on St. Patrick's Day this year. Stay inside. Oh, yeah. No, and no tabs with Garrido is the name. Yes, I think that's exactly. the name. Um, but yeah, so with that said, have a fantastic day, listeners. A happy St. Patrick's Day, and we'll see you next time. Bye. We believe in the little people, and you know. But there's a pot of gold at the end of every rainbow. Then you belong to the sage of the step. I can't help it.